been a slow turning from the inside out. A slow turning, baby. What you come about? A slow learning. What you learn to sweat. I started early into the whiskey. Welcome to episode 501 of Portman Show. This, uh, this is Puke. Oh, man. My let's, throat uh, hurts. Let's go to break. Yeah, I need a break after that. I'm getting lightheaded. Andrew's here. Brett's here. Welcome, everybody. Wait, are you even drinking? I don't see a drink. I got it over here. It's a little bit behind the thing. Oh, all right. Yeah, we got a hidden, hidden drinks. I saw a large bottle of Old Granddad. Yeah, Puke uh, got it for me. Thanks, Puke. You're welcome. I went to the liquor store last week. We're running out of liquor, and it was a real problem. Yeah, last week I finished like a shot and a half out of three different bottles. That's all that was left, and they were all sitting here next to the mixer. Oh, nice. We've really missed out on a good opportunity to, to just fuck with people. So this house is now on the market. Oh, should yeah. I, I should have just made a pyramid of whiskey bottles yeah, behind we me. We should have just had like beer bottles and whiskey bottles and tampons all over the floor and like maybe some uh, (laughs) so somebody comes in here a realtor comes in here right they say okay this room has uh numerous studio lights there seems to be some sound sound recording equipment and cameras and a bed (laughs) yeah there's a bed (laughs) i forgot about a on top of that, there's a whole table filled with whiskey bottles that just have tampons sticking out of the top. Yeah. <laughs> On Zillow, it says, house is currently occupied by pornographers. <laughs> that is, uh, yeah, there are children in here. Yeah. Mm. Yep. I have seen one child on the camera. Somebody who goes to look at a house with their child. He had to delete that video immediately because he almost got arrested. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so, oh boy, fingers crossed, people. If I saw this room, I wouldn't want to live in this house. I I yeah, forgot I that the, I forgot there was a bed there. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's just an air mattress. I sit over so. here. And I don't see it. Yeah. <gasps> I thought about. that. I need to take your air pump. God. Yeah. Oh my God! I gotta get just now. get up and get put it, it where, where my keys are. So God, take fucking... the whole mattress. Take the whole mattress. Yeah. Why not? Take a bunch of stuff out thing. of here. Take all these weights with you. Take the mattress. <laughs> uh, He's looking I, for I will an air take pump. weights. Okay. Shake weights. Uh. So, the 15th of November, finally, I think we have a goddamn fucking date where I can actually move into the house that I'm going to buy, but I haven't bought it yet. So, I have to go in under an agreement that I rent the house until closing, which, who the fuck knows? That's supposed to be in December now. But uh, at least at least I'll get a, a start onto this, this moving thing. So, I'm excited about that, but also super annoyed because I could have... This could have been... Uh, 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 Two months ago. September! The end of September! Before I saw bears, <laughs> I could have been moved into my, I could have seen bears at my new house. But um, yeah, so now they've got this house uh, that we're renting up up for sale and uh, people keep coming through and looking at stuff. And I have to remember, oh, God damn it. I got to hide my guns. <laughs> and also all the tampons stuffed in the bottle. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, God damn, I got to hide these envelopes of money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, my God. Imagine if the envelopes of money were out, the guns. <laughs> we should get a fake pot plant somewhere. It's just 
just confused the fuck we got out of lights. Yeah, pr- pretty much. I mean, no people don't know what they're looking at. This could be a grow up. The pump is what missing. Is oh, oh. I, I know where it's at. It's not in this room. Okay. Where do you think that is? Is it on this could... floor? Yeah, somewhere. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll get it later. I mean, right. it's probably not on the roof. <laughs> I'm setting an alarm for 7 p.m. that just says pump. <laughs> Let's get a pump on. Speaking of pump, I hurt my back again. How? Oh, no. By using it. Oh, to do workouts or other things? Workouts. Mm. I don't think I really heard it. Emoji started this. I don't know. I don't think it's that bad. Well, I mean, you didn't like fall over and, right. and grab your back like the first time when you tried to flip that tire. So I just went, I, I feel something. I think it's pain. <laughs> Like, you don't know what I pain is? No, I can't. Wait, wait. I wouldn't categorize it as pain, but it, I don't know how else to describe it. Are you one of these people that doesn't understand pain? <laughs> no, I understand it. It was very painful You know, they before. talk about people have different, uh, like, uh, tolerances for yeah. pain, and I think mine is down, t- down at no. <laughs> and yours is up at, uh, I don't I don't even know what's happening. So let's hear about, let's get into some fucking exercise physiology, huh? What happened? All right. I thought no one on the planet could make more noise than Brett. What? When working out? <gasps> yeah. Where you make your grunts and then like you drop weights real loud. Even Puke used to comment, "Does Brett have to drop the weights so loudly?" Yeah, Brett was what? real obnoxious. Jesus, so annoying. I think Puke has permanently damaged. God damn it, my hearing. But you didn't know if it was hurting or not. No, this hurt. Oh shit! I was like, "Congrats, you now know what pain." You know the machines that are atta- that have like the stacks of plates attached to cables, and you move the pin to adjust the weight. Yeah, they're like cable cable plate. Object so I machines, position so. myself in front of the stack of plates so I can reposition the pin for you. So I'm sitting there face to face with the plates. Andrew Pla- put plate his head face. in between the plates, and I said, "Don't do it. I'm gonna get tired." And puke has now surpassed Brett for most amount of noise while doing workouts, and he also well, congratulations, puke. I yeah, because I, I get t- I'm getting tired. Andrew is a fucking slave driver. <laughs> And uh, he also gets Mike. very angry at, at whatever he's holding, so he throws oh, yeah. it away from his body as fast as possible. <laughs> yeah. Like if there's a thing that he's pulling down, hanging from a thing, he throws it away, and then it clank, clank, clanks for like ten minutes. Yeah, I try not to. I don't want to be that guy, but I have to concentrate so but the, the, much the stacks on the pain and the suffering of my people. That's what I call my muscles, my peoples. The, the stacks yeah. of weights, I'm there face to face with them, and you violently throw away the handles that are in your hand. I basically And let the go, stack yeah. of plates falls. Yeah. And makes a very loud bang. And my ear is four inches from it. Well, what are you doing down there? I was adjusting the weights for you. I'm sorry. I felt bad. And then After. two exercises later, you did the exact same thing in yes. the exact same ear. And then twice this week, yeah. I've been talking to people, and I'm trying to hear what they're saying. <laughs> and I misinterpreted what they're saying. I repeat it back to them, and they go, "No, what are you retarded? How old are you?" Oh, you think you're you're twice I, that Did happened. I blow your hearing? I think you ruined my hearing. Did I give hearing. you a concussion? I think you permanently damaged my hearing. Like I always yell at my mom. Yeah. When she goes, "What?" I go, "They said get a hearing aid." That's what I tell her over and over. Mm-hmm. Whenever she asks anybody what yeah. to repeat themselves, I just yell, "Get a hearing aid." Yeah. She needs a hearing aid. Yeah. You just put me on par with Andrea. I Get think. Get a hearing aid. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, I've uh, we switched to this um like upper bot no what? What 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 do we do? We basically removed the leg workout from the day. So yeah. it's 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 That's push upper said. body, pull upper body. Brett said this. And then legs are like whenever the fuck you get around to it. 
And, Every third uh, workout, they should be. Do not give up on legs. Yeah. I haven't been able to do legs because of my injury, so I've been taking very long walks. There's always a way to do legs. I know. I yeah. can do them, but it's, it's a big to-do to go to the gym to not actually use any real machines. I do them here, uh, or I have a couple times, because uh, we have weights here. And so I'll do like stiff like a deadlifts or lunges or uh, squats. You can do squats mm-hmm. with you know not a lot of weight. Like with those bands. Ah, I don't like music. But Andrew <laughs> um, has has made it to where we have to like we're doing what six exercises mm-hmm. on the day, and uh, by the end of it, like I just want to fucking die and kill other people too. It's, the- <laughs> but I've lost a lot of weight. Yeah. By that, I mean like two pounds. Is that a lot of weight? This is the best workout formulation I've come up with so far. I'm down below 200 pounds first time in probably a year. Oh, that's awesome. Congratulations. Andrew, the loudest guy. You've got it really got (laughs) it going for you. Do you ever hear music that's so awful that you can't count? (laughs) No. Today, Go to the gym. Between uh, me and the music, Andrew just doesn't know what to do. It's a pretty quiet gym overall, but you can, you know, if you walk in, you can do whatever you want with the music, it seems. And well, so they have it the, sure is nice when it's silent. Um, there is like a sound system that the owners will turn on. That's usually later in the afternoon. Some days we go there and like nobody's turned on any music. And uh, there's one guy there that breathe, breathes oh, super yeah. heavy. Like, he is a larger guy, and good on him. He is really fucking going Remember at it. the Kung but, Fu guy from the one like, gym, ooh, Brett? Ooh, yeah. Ooh, this, is, this is like if Kung Fu guy were out of breath. Yeah. Well, show him who's boss, a little Do I need to go up there? Yeah, that's why I make noise. I, ca- I try to counteract, counteract his noise. But uh, uh, today, and it's been previous. But anyway, they have like a big fucking speaker that anybody can plug into. And sometimes you go there uh, like early in the afternoon... Or like today, in the middle of the of, of a Sunday, and there's these youngsters, these children, we call them. Yeah. And they listen to the fucking worst, like, hip-hop music I've ever heard. Rum- mumble? It, there yeah, was mumble, it's, yeah, it's all of that. It it's like rap. mumble rap and hip-hop and occasionally some sort of, like, techno garbage. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm hearing this, and it's bothering me. It. And it was blaring, and I, it's bothering the shit out of me, and I'm thinking, you know... I get it. You're a teenager. You want to be obnoxious. But at least when I was a teenager... You want to get pumped. I listened to the music of my people. Like suburban white kid music. Oh, I thought you were I grew out say... of my hip-hop phase like at age 10. Why thought, the fuck I are thought you still... were going to say accordion music because that's what your no. people... Why are these like... kids still hooked on this? Yeah, you really got to get through that. Yeah, well, they didn't get through it. They're, they're living it. Yeah. And uh, a and big what? fucking speaker that anybody can plug into is a it's, recipe for yeah, disaster. I went much. to a gym with young Alex one time in an already troublesome place Nova called Place. Nova Place. Been there with Alex. Yes. Didn't like the setup. This had a speaker. Uh, we, we talk, sorry, I got to tell this too. Just uh, uh, shit on Alex here. Yes. Alex asked if he could manipulate the tunes. He did the same when I was there. And then he went and proceeded to manipulate the tunes. And I can't believe anybody referred to it as the tunes. Did he say manipulate? I don't know. I don't think he used the word manipulate, but he's like, he asked what the deal was with the tunes. And the guy's like, yeah, bro, you can play whatever tunes you want. He's like, all right, awesome, bro. Thanks, bro, for the tunes. And I just, I wanted to cry. 
Yeah. And meanwhile, the whole place just seemed to have like one squat rack in it. And he wasn't wearing shoes. Yeah. No one wears shoes to work out. This is like the shoeless workout. Is that some sort of, you know, like there's these guys that think that they have to be shoeless to squat or shoeless to squat and deadlift. But boy, I'll tell you, I went and worked out today at Fine View in the sun. Oh. In charge of everything. Even the sun? No. Well, no. and yes. I, I mean, you chose yeah. to be in the sun, so yep. I guess could have been in, in the way. shade. There's yeah. places to be in the shade there. What uh, what a wonderful place. It's like my own gym at the top of this very high hill in Pittsburgh, and you can see downtown, and they made a gym up there for nobody An but me, apparently. Gym. No one else has ever been on the gym. Seems now, you have to like bring a, a lot of your own stuff. Oh, yeah. But... So, what happened at the gym with these uh, youngsters? So, there I am. These children. Doing a rest pause set and trying to count for 20 seconds in between the sets. And I'm having a hard time counting because this music is just blaring. So, I finished my sets and all I could think about during the whole thing was like, as soon as I'm done and I don't have to count, I got to say something. I can't just let this go. This is terrible. I know Puke is very upset. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He hasn't said anything, but man, is he upset. It takes a lot for me to get upset. And then to express that outwardly to strangers. No, it doesn't take a lot for you to get upset. It takes nothing for me to get upset. Right. It takes a lot for me to express it outwardly towards strangers. Right. Because <laughs> I knew you weren't going to say anything. Correct. So I just want to get through this exercise so I can say something. But now I'm so stressed and like exhausted from the workout. I'm very agitated. And I realized what came out of my mouth was extremely angry. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, and it I, was pissed. What did I say? You were like, can you turn this off or down or no, something? No, I used the word fuck at least twice. Did you? I said, this is the worst fucking music. Yeah, I've you did tell him it was I the worst I told him it was music. the worst shit I ever heard in my life. <laughs> like, it's so bad, I can't count. Now, what, I told what kind of people were these? Young, I'd wealthy say, boys. Yeah. Young, wealthy boys. Yeah. Yeah, probably well-to-do white boys. I think I saw one fifteens. of them roll up in a brand new Bronco. Ooh. That, like, I'm sure oh. his parents bought. Like, they're, oh, they're yeah. teenagers. Well. Now, what did they do in response? actually uh, turned it off. Yeah. He said, oh, I'm sorry, man. And I'm like, no, it's fine. Just turn it down. But man, it's it's awful. Yeah. And then you apologize for being the angry old man. Then I said, I, you were like, I'm I know sorry, I'm, I'm the angry. old man here, <laughs> yeah. but man, it's loud. And uh, then he turns it off. Yeah. And then when we were leaving, we finished and uh, like one of, there was two of them and one was working out and the other one went somewhere. And like by the time we were leaving, the other kid had come back and I... I I only, I was filling up my water bottle and I just caught like a snippet of this conversation where I think one of them asked like why the music was off and I was walking by at the time and he said, you know, the other kid was explaining or something. I said, hey, we're leaving. So you get, you kids can rock out now all you want. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I gave him the old man speech. I'm almost 40, so I can say that. Maybe he, maybe he didn't apologize. Maybe I just didn't hear him right. Maybe he said, fuck you, old man. And I just couldn't hear him because my hearing damage. <laughs> no, I think I think it was like like kids these days. You were you oh, were they, saying they're terrified oh, to like, be confronted. Wouldn't you fucking understand? Like if if you're it, well, one of the problems here is that this mobile speaker was not any fucking where near them. They could have had it much closer to them he and offered to move it. I said just turn it down. Yeah, you should have said fucking move it, get it out of. Here. But they uh, this is not the first time this has happened though. This is I've noticed these kids in there at other times blaring this shit ass music as loud as they fucking can. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I just well, I'm glad even I said now something. 
at 39 years old, like I would never, ever try to subject somebody else to my music. Even when I'm driving, if I'm listening to loud music and I come to a stop at an intersection, I turn it down. Same. Subjecting other people to your music is what you do while you're searching for an identity and a way to express it. Hmm. Yeah. The Bluetooth speaker was terrible for this. Yeah, yeah, it's caused a lot of problems. Oh, these kids have no identity, but to be fair, they're probably going to be very successful little kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're well, very successful you, adults. Like, why do you think that? Because, like... They could just be trust fund kids. No, they might just get fine. into heroin no, in college. No, these kids... <laughs> they're from Butler, for Christ's sake. They're not from Butler. Oh, you don't think so? They're from your new neighborhood. <gasps> oh, no. Right, and kids from Butler don't try brand new Broncos. They're from suburb yeah. Right, and... No, these kids are better than most people, probably. Even though they're annoying us, I don't know. They're like 16 years old, spending their Sunday going to the gym and working out. That's way better than most teenagers. Yeah, that's true. Right? Most teenagers these days are fat. And you don't you don't get a brand new Bronco. And they're little. You don't get a brand new Bronco if you didn't behave or get good grades or get into college or whatever. I mean, you could just have shitty rich parents. That sure, but fucking helicopter you into a Bronco. I had oh, like you. rich parents that didn't yeah. helicopter me. That <laughs> <laughs> Did you have a BMW you were driving around? Yeah, it was not mine. It was his. How do you know this Bronco belongs to anybody other than the parents? I mean, maybe they stole it from their parents. Maybe. It was kind of a base model Bronco, so I wasn't super impressed. It's still like 50 grand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's hard. Man, I... Uh, I apologize for anything I said about Brett making noise at the gym, if I ever did. Because when you are putting in 110% of effort, mm. it is hard not to go. That is the noise lip. he made today doing pull-ups. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, did you use a band to do them? No. Oh, yeah, the no. band. I forgot about the band. I don't need a band. I'm just fat. <laughs> Trying to do, I can do like three. I used to be able to do a bunch more pull-ups than I can now, but I've... Uh, I've definitely fallen off the wagon. What grip are you using? Close grip. Hands. Close grip. My hands. Yep. <laughs> yeah, wide grip's even harder. Yeah, wide grip is the hardest. Um, underhand is the easiest. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we did a lot of uh, upper back work, and man, I bet I'm going to have a headache tomorrow. We do too much, you know, like uh, a trapezius yeah. use, then it seems to give me a headache the next day. Well, geez, I did the same workout. It just uh, it didn't make sense for me to drive up here then and then go home and drive back no, up we here. We could have just done the show when we got back. Instead, we watched two hours of Seinfeld. Yeah. Well, there you go. And we had to wait for people to leave. I put up, I set up cameras because people are wandering through the house now. Yeah. And uh, we were looking at the camera to see if these people had left yet. We're just trying to capture their reactions when they see the tampon whiskey. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> we're gonna mm. we're making a new YouTube channel. Um. And they had the fucking door open for like 10, 15 minutes. It's like 50 degrees outside. And I'm just looking at this video with the fucking basement door open. Like, what what kind of pieces of shit? Just leave the fucking door open. I'm glad I cannot care about things. Uh, I care about so many things. Today was like the most exquisite day. I know. We left the gym and I went, damn it. I drove the wrong car. I should have had the Miata today. I drove the CRV. Yeah. Mm. I mean, I... You could drive the Miata tomorrow. I'm going to, actually. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a really nice week because it's always like this could be the last one of these days. Yes. And I'm also don't doing... say that I have to move next week. Yes, I, <sighs> I know that. I've also been doing this thing. I'm on day, say the seventh. It is. I am on one week 
of total news blackout. No videos about news, you know, no podcasts about news. Andrew told me about this podcast of this guy. What about Twitter? So I downloaded it. In every, in every title of his show, it's like <laughs> news? Yeah. news, 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 news. So I can't listen to that. So you threw so your phone against the wall? All I can listen to is fucking Andrew Huberman. And I'm like on this real kick. So now all I think about, uh, in, in, in addition to how grateful I am for everything, mm-hmm. is my fucking... Uh, blood and my <laughs> hormones and my fucking this lipid, like not a good thing for you lipid, to be doing lipid profiles and Your stuff. Your limbic system and is I'm out of like, control. How can I make tomorrow an even better day for me biologically than today? <laughs> so I, you know, I got my happy light out and I'm really uh, doing a cold dip. Brett has a hyperbaric chamber. I haven't. I, I I'm doing a cold dip. What? Where? How do you dip? In the bathtub. Oh, the Who's bathtub? bathtub? Yeah. Down in Oakland. Yeah, I'm okay. not, I'm not filling like, a bathtub. You better not be using my fucking bathtub. No, it's great. I, I've been pretty good with it. Because uh, <laughs> in the past, I did it, and I'm just like, okay. Did you? Oh. As soon as I would do the dip, I would then pull the drain plug and let it drain out. Now I'm doing the dip, and I'm just sitting. For how long? I'm combining with meditation. I'm meditating for the first time ever successfully. Wow. And I'm pretty sure this is all placebo, but I think my brain is just firing up immediately. Our brains are doing great now. Mine's like mush. Andrew's using cold and meditation, and I'm using uh, Huberman. And <laughs> This is Huberman. No, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and no news. Yeah, but he's also recommending that Reverie app that Drew told yeah, us Yeah, I heard so that. I want to get into... Um, I want to get into that as well. I'm still fasting, so fuck all y'all. Yeah, that's another thing, too, is I've been paying <laughs> much closer attention to when I eat and when I don't, and I'm yeah. getting some nice 12-hour windows that Andrew, I'm looking to expand. I just told Puke all about this, I've and been, then I shared I'm, the podcast with him. I'm like halfway through that episode. Yeah. I'm thinking to myself, God, God, we're such dorks. I hate all of this. I really hate it. Try to be healthy, bunch of faggots! I know. But, man, the amount of gratitude you have for this world when you... I realized I was a fucking fraud. Like I'm saying, oh, you know, just make sure you operate in your sphere of control. And the last week, I realized how much time I was spending outside of it. Like maybe hour, two hours a day. And to not be doing that anymore. Hmm. Holy shit. I'm driving here on 356, which is this nice sort of state highway, country road. It's almost like roller coastery, and they just paved it. Yeah. I crest this hill. And I just almost fucking jizz at this fall vista. Oh, I know in that. In front hill. of me. This yeah, I can see it every day. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Oh, my God. It was so beautiful. And I just feel. We all jizz there, Brett. <laughs> right. I go to the cemetery that's nearby and jizz there instead. Mm. So I don't block traffic. Cemetery. <laughs> uh, so. That's good stuff. I wish there was more that I could say about this, like more lessons learned, but I was just so overly appreciative of every single thing that happened today. Yeah. Gabrielle and I were in Riverview Park this morning. I was like, this is the best fucking park in the United States. <laughs> Have you been <laughs> to Joshua not. Tree? Objectively, it's know, not. Mushrooms? Um, what? Yeah. No, it was, it was just, I don't know what it was, but everything, like going up to this fine view place and being in the sun and working out, it was just so, I mean, what a day. And then driving here. Eating a fucking bag of those cheese wisps. <laughs> They're so delicious. Ah, uh, nothing like a delicious bag of wisps. And I'm starting each day drinking black coffee. Mm. Yeah, so this is one of the things that this Huberman fellow was talking about is that, uh, well, first of all, where's this cocksucker live? Because he's talking about California. like 
Fuck. Oh, yeah. Oh, you, you wake up, you just go outside and get some sunlight for an hour. Like, fuck you. We're in the North Days. We don't get sunlight. You know how long I had to sit there waiting for the sun? It took forever. I have to be to work before the sun even it was thinks cold about as coming. Shit. I still spent an hour <laughs> yeah. and a half walking, and I went, eh, is, is the sun out yet? This is doesn't this work. technically for, real yet? I work There's a lot a, of buses out here. Yeah. I work in a goddamn cave. So that's not super helpful information, but he he was talking about this like, hey, don't uh, chug a bunch of coffee the first thing you do when you wake up in the morning. And well, I told you that and you think, argued with me and then... Yeah, because I said I fucking like coffee because I got to go to work and where do I get coffee if I'm not fucking doing it before work? But what I could do is make the coffee and then not drink it until after I get to work. And that so, made, it made me think... Where I'm staying... Because I, I do crash a lot like around... 11. I have deliberately not bought the coffee maker. Oh. So I didn't have a coffee maker right there when I got up. Yeah. Instead, I have to walk at least a couple blocks to the coffee shop. Mm. Not going to drive there. There's nowhere to park. Whenever I do drive there, I park illegally. Um, so I have to walk to the <laughs> okay. coffee shop. So I don't get my coffee until I'm ready to go for a walk. And I'm not ready to go for a walk until it's light out. So I don't get my coffee for multiple hours after I wake up. But man, it's been hard until this daylight savings time. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because oh, now the God, sun's I'm up. So happy up, the sun's up, going up early. Six a.m. Yeah, that's so much better. What is it? What is it? Right now in Pittsburgh, six fifty-six is sunrise time, and it's only probably gonna get later. Oh so. no wonder I'm so fucking tired because it's uh, daylight savings, it's, baby. We just wait. We six, lost the goddamn six thirty-two. That still doesn't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, normally I'm I'm in bed. By now, but yeah, I don't know. It's some interesting information because I've been doing this uh, like fasting, um, where I will eat a dinner, and then I won't eat anything for at least twenty hours. I try to do twenty hours until the next day, right? And uh, I've been doing pretty good at that. That's it's been like a year since I've I started doing that. Andrew convinced me to start working on that. Like how many days and, a week? Uh, when I was in California, it was easier to do three days a week, but. So I do Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday, but when I was out in California, I would just drive somewhere. And so it was super easy to not worry about food because I was just out on the road going somewhere to take photographs or some shit. And uh, as long as I, you know, I didn't go to a restaurant, so it didn't matter. Like I wasn't in my house looking at a refrigerator. And now it's a little bit more difficult because I don't have an excuse to be gone for, you know, 16 hours on a Saturday, although I could, I guess. But uh, oftentimes we're going to the gym or something. But so Saturdays are a little bit more difficult. But I've been very good at maintaining that. But for fasting. a while you were trying to argue. You're like, it's, it's just cream in the coffee. And I go, yeah, you're ruining 100% of the effort, but you're making 98% of it. And what? you're giving in the last 2%. What, 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 what are you talking about? For a long time, you refused to, to, to go the whole way because you're just like, I can't have coffee without cream. Yeah. And you would have cream in your coffee. Oh, I love cream. Which ruined the fast. Mm-hmm. Yes. So what was the point of doing the remaining 98% effort? That's what we used to argue about. Yeah. Well, so Did the we? other uh. debate is the fat fast, which is something I got him into mm -hmm. years ago with the MCT oil and the butter. Yeah. So you're still delaying your actual eating window that's going to like increase your glycemic index because fat studies show okay. won't do that. So... So you're just eating fat, or what? What's the or you're well, avoiding fat? What's I think the fast ideally part? the thing that put me off fasting was in 2017. It was like spring approaching summer, and I say I'm going to eat one meal a day. I'm going to have this tiny little eating window, okay, and I'm going to do my coffee. 
I became the chubbiest Lumpkins. Uh-oh. I was so. I'll mm-hmm. show you a picture of me. I was chubby. And I said, oh, okay, I'm never doing that again. And that's when I switched to that alt shift where you cycle. Yeah. Another thing I got Andrew into. Why do you think you were gaining weight? I don't know. The eating window was too small, but they say, then I learned that there were studies that show that. Like if your eating window is too short, people gain weight. Hmm. So eight seems to be ideal. I think my transition is going to be 12. And I don't know if I'm going to cut the fat out completely either. Hmm. But like eating 12 to 8 p.m., Ideally. Yeah. So. I don't know. So anyway, going back to this Huberman fellow, uh, one of the things that he pointed out was like, okay, so let's say you stop eating at six o'clock in the evening. Uh, your last bite is at 6 p.m. Well, that doesn't mean that your body has stopped actually processing this food. You're right? still so feeding. I'm not really getting 20 hours of right. fasting. Um, like if I go to 24, then maybe, but... Just because I start my little calculator app, you know, for fasting, it doesn't mean it's actually doing that. So he had this technique where he was talking about, like, basically you stop eating at 7 o'clock in the evening and you consume no more calories, but then you don't consume any more calories until, what, noon or some shit? Mm-hmm. You asking me? Yeah, I don't know if you're here yeah, or not. Sure. Are you awake? What are you doing? No, I was thinking, well, about, <laughs> I was thinking about gratitude. It's Oh, that yeah. yeah. You're the one that turned me on to this, so fucking pay attention. Now I was being grateful for something you did. Oh man, we are fucking oh. exemplars. No, actually, l- I was thinking of shitting on your gratitude thing. But now, went, nobody wants to hear you being grateful for yeah, what? But- nobody wants to hear about gratitude. <laughs> no one wants to hear about how happy you are to be grateful. So I, how grateful oh, I am to be happy? How yeah. about? All I could think about was how to counteract that, but then I realized that I'm grateful for something, too. Yeah. So, oh, fuck. What a day. So, I'm grateful, Puke, that you don't ever take, uh, you don't do photography. You don't ever take pictures of your food. I I have. Why? Why not? Well, fuck gratefulness, then. <laughs> First of all, what do you give a fuck? Because... Secondly, what? Well, you were talking about going out in... Cal- this is what I've been thinking about as okay. you were talking. But you were going out in California taking photos, driving yeah. places taking photos, uh-huh. okay. and not eating. And I go, oh, yeah, it's great. Because he doesn't care about taking pictures of his food. He cares about taking pictures of the world. Yeah. Awesome. I'm grateful for that. Okay. And now you tell me you're taking pictures of food? I took a picture of a sandwich Everything's of Permanti Brothers because Jesus. I'd never eaten a Permanti Brothers, so I put a Permanti Brothers Fucking sandwich on my Permanti Brothers time. Instagram. Permanti Brothers. So I'm thinking about doing... <laughs> Just if this is a good insert right here. I very rarely take pictures of food. If that's if that's all right with you, you grumpy old fucking cocksucker. <laughs> One of the most radical things that I've done in years. Surfing. <laughs> no, skateboarding. Okay. <laughs> Eating carbs at night. Fucking every night. Like as you sleep or? No, no, no. Like with dinner. Yeah. Because I also hear this is good for preparing for sleep. That alt shift diet is just too much of a pain in the ass to it's go the make worst. A, to make a special grocery. And yeah. what ha- always you have to go to, to Trader me, Joe's. And then what always no happens choice. to me? Yes, there's no choice. You got to go to Trader Joe's. I go. Oh, I want cereal. Oh, I want gummy bears. Something just takes over my brain, and I'm eating like super refined sugars. Yeah. And so those those two or three days that you cycle are going to be miserable if you <clears> don't do that. So I think this sh- whole show has become fake and gay. <laughs> Says who? Carrie. <laughs> Thanks, Carrie. The hell, Carrie. But I don't know. So I think this this eight 
our window because it's always just like when you were talking about habits that was actually maybe before the show started you were said you were giving somebody bad advice and i want to get into what that was okay but we're talking about habit you want to reduce as much friction as possible yeah so i'm listening to fucking huberman and he's going yeah you could go outside in the morning and i'm like fuck be cold. Yeah, so what I did was I took a special everyday outfit composed of long johns, warm socks, pair of boots, pair of sweatpants, heavy sweatshirt, long underwear shirt, and a t-shirt that you tuck into your long underwear to stay extra warm. That's the secret. Okay. A gator that I think is in my back pocket right now and a winter hat. And it's all just in a pile. And I put it in front of the bedroom door. <laughs> Okay. So I have to put it on before I you need, can open the You need door. to make a video for everybody. <laughs> I will. I will. So I, I put this outfit on, and okay. you just go out yeah. there for 10 minutes. That's all it takes is 10 minutes. Oh, I did an hour. You don't have to do an hour. I don't know, but that. I wanted to explore. Yeah, well. And then I want to go get a coffee. Yeah. I, I shuffle out there in fucking pajama pants, and I go, do I have to go to a coffee shop yeah. in pajama pants? You're like these people I've railed against like for years? all of these college kids everywhere? Right. I fit right in, because <laughs> like, I'm in the college area. But yeah, I, I just shuffle out there in fucking PJs, and I almost forget to take the slippers off and put on real shoes. And then I got a hoodie on and a jacket over the hoodie, and I got collars and hoods that are all mixed together and disheveled. <laughs> mm-hmm. And and there I am, just just walking around, watching everyone hop on buses. Now the coffee is going to be a real bitch because I can't put creamer in it, and I love the creamer. But if I put creamer in the coffee, then it has calories, and then I'm not doing the fasting. When I don't know, like I've been doing pretty good. This whole like fasting for 20 hours for a couple days, three days a week has really helped me not to uh, uh, fall into that like mentality of like I'm hungry for no good fucking reason. Like I still kind of get that, but I feel for me it has been very beneficial to stop just eating on a schedule or eating when I'm bored. And really, like, my body has really taken to this whole, like, I don't have to eat. I'm not eating right now. Like, I'm and not hungry. your brain hungry. loves it. Your brain yeah. loves it. There's a downside to everything. Oh, yeah. Do you want to hear about the downside? I do. To this? To all of it. Oh, oh. yeah. Like, paying attention to all this makes you a cunt. And then you, go, <laughs> you talk <laughs> about that. It. Yeah. For sure, yeah. Um, I went out Friday night. And I'm thinking about this whole, like, okay, when do I want to stop consuming calories? Still want to get up. I'm going to limit myself. I'm going to make decisions now that will determine my behaviors later mm-hmm. when my judgment is depleted. Hmm. And so Friday, I have my day, and it ends around, I don't know, 5 o'clock probably. And I go, I should eat dinner now. Because do I really want to come back here at 10 or 11 at night and then go, fuck, I got to have dinner and I better go to get-go and get dinner at get-go. Get dinner? <laughs> and then by the time I get dinner at get-go, it's 1130. Mm. And now I'm like fighting to stay awake, but I still need to eat dinner. Mm-hmm. Man, was I wrong for not making the get-go late dinner decision. Because you know what I did? I got dinner at six o'clock-ish, maybe seven. I got it from Pizza Twist, which is a place I go what? now. Pizza what, twist. pizza place? Pizza twist where they have keto pizza. Oh, no. chicken breast pizza crust. It's right next to the Indian market across the street from CVS in Oakland. It is Andrew, so, we'll meet you there. It's so expensive. The last time you talked about this, you were like, it's okay. It's extremely bland. Yeah. I would think I would love it. Oh, yeah. You had they should flavor. just put some garlic on it. 
Oh, you you can put add the garlic, garlic. on. Can... I'm not going to. Bu- That's the problem. So I thought. You want a s- thing of garlic powder? Hang on. Earlier in the day, I thought to myself, what am I going to do for dinner? Ooh, I'll go to Pizza Twist. And I have this spinach and these poblano peppers and this onion that I got from the farmer's market. Now you're I'm talking. Gonna, I'm yeah. going to cut those up and I'm going to make a salad and have my Pizza Twist keto pizza, which is just all meat. But you do this all at the counter in Pizza Twist. <laughs> you say, here, look, I'm going to show you how this should be. But I got back, and I'm like, well, I got to wait for this pizza twist to be ready. I'm going to do a bunch of work. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, shit. I got to get my pizza twist. How long does pizza <laughs> twist take? Like 40 minutes. So I go to pizza twist to get my pizza twist. Oh, yeah, because it's all college kids. Yeah. Like You go to this street, right, in Oakland, yeah. and you're like, pizza place, pizza place, pizza place, pizza place, Indian market, pizza place, pizza place, pizza place. There are place. two Turkish restaurants within a half a block <laughs> of each other. Yeah, and a Dunkin' Donuts. Yes. That's the Dunkin' Donuts I walk to. How many Starbucks? What? Why? Because it's fine. Okay. <laughs> and I walk in there and I love watching the Asians try and just simply order coffee and pick up their coffee. It's <laughs> fucking hilarious. <laughs> it's so funny. They, uh, they're they not so, know what coffee is? No, or? they're just so disoriented about the whole operation. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. nothing can wow. be simpler. And this is coming from a cocksucker like you. Yeah. What? Yeah. Huh? You don't know how to order coffee? Large, hot, cream only. Yeah. Yet that confuses them more often than not. Yeah, because you're supposed to talk about like mochaccinos and frappa blabas. No, and not a Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah. Oh, no. fuck. I'm no. fucking it up with Starbucks. Yeah, I've been drinking. So I, I get my pizza <laughs> twist. I go back and I go, ooh, I just I just set this 65-inch TV down here. I'm going gonna, gonna to watch some YouTube. You walked to Dunkin' Donuts with a TV? <laughs> I've, so I've been drinking. I got my pizza twist. And I got to set this fucking TV up. <laughs> and I'm wasting all this time setting the TV up. I'm like, I don't have time to chop up vegetables now. Uh, Guess I'm only going to eat yeah. this pizza from Pizza Twist. So I sit there with How my big is the pizza? Really tiny. Really pathetically tiny. Is it just like a it's chicken a breast? How, it's a $16 joke. What, how, $16? How high is it? What, what's its... Okay. What's its pizza number? <laughs> right? That's, it's got to be at oh. least six inches in, di- uh, oh. in circumference. Okay. So... It's the the length, yeah. Therefore, the height, the height times the circumference, yeah, in inches, yeah. So, um, do uh, do pi r squared times ten or something? <laughs> um, Wait, it's a ten inch? No, sorry. Uh, do pi times five and then square it. That's the area. What is that the circumference of the area? Pi r. There's the circumference of two pi r. Oh. The pi r squared because is the, is pi the area. is the radius of this. Okay, <laughs> pi is the ratio. So of do, the circumference do of the radius. six point two eight times five. Wait, why? Why times five? What is six? Because point? r is five. Two pi. Wait, no, but that's but that's not, okay. Okay, <laughs> it's a ten inch pizza. Therefore, r is five. The radius is five. Okay, all right, yeah, some right, yes. And I did pie times two. <laughs> Meanwhile, Pete's just looking at the menu. It's like, man, how do you find out the pizza number? <laughs> Keto friendly all meat pizza. Forty-one grams of protein. Wow. Yeah, it doesn't say. Keto friendly three though, idiots pizza. Three idiots. It's just all chicken. Is that us? Just chicken, yeah. chicken, and chicken. <laughs> wow, this place, this, this uh, restaurant has a lot of locations. I didn't, I didn't know it was a thing. Look at this. They got one in Texas. It looks kind of deep dish. I don't think that's the keto. I think that's just the pizza pizza. Well, it must have some kind of crust on it, right? Yeah, it's chicken. 
no, no. no <laughs> it's no, just gross. smushed, flat. It's, it's basically chicken. a flattened chicken breast, right? So, what it is uh, to figure out the pizza number, I believe <laughs> it would be basically. Okay. <laughs> I think it's only like 17. Mm. I think the pizza number is 17 because if we're doing 2 pi r, mm-hmm. okay? So 2 pi is 6.28. Right. Right? r is 5. Okay. Cuz that's the radius of the so 10 that's inch like pizza. like over 30. That's over 30, but this pizza is not even a half inch thick. Oh. So, you're all of a sudden you're dividing in like half. Two. Yeah. yeah. Therefore, we're down to like 17. Okay. Man, that would a low be number. a really small dick, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, imagine if you just simply, this is, it's very deceiving. Because you look at this 10 inch pizza and you think, okay, I guess it's small, but it's packed full of protein. Yeah. Just like my dick. Now, um, <laughs> Go back into Pizza Twist and go, do you know that your pizza is the equivalent of a skinny four-inch dick? <laughs> then just make eye contact until somebody asks for an explanation. But if you reshape this pizza into a dick, yeah, it would be pathetic. That's not a good meal then. There is no way to reshape this pizza using that pizza number into a dick that's impressive in any way. I don't know. I guess this oh. is, this di- differs for everybody, but I feel like dinner should be at least as much food as my dick would be. Right. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. It says it's a ten inch. It's a ten inch. Yeah, pie. it's a ten. I we know this. I've been looking for this answer since you started talking. Now a lot of times you'll five. you'll just have to guesstimate because you can't pull out your boner and compare it to the food when they give right. it to you. And because these things are so differently shaped, yeah. when you play compared to my dick, it seems like this dwarfs the dick. One exception might be Max's. How so? Sausages. You can compare <laughs> oh, to my yeah, dick yeah. with Max's all day long. Mm-hmm. So anyway, here's where it went wrong. It's early. I eat my dinner, my pizza twist pizza. Mm-hmm. And Pizza Twist is a chain. They're all over California and such. Yeah. Um, I eat it, and then I go, well, I'm going to go to Gooskies. Where is it? you'll probably have more calories. Sure. Uh, <laughs> but not in the way that I want. Liquid calories are not going to help. What do you mean? Are you, why? You're still hungry? No, no, no. I, I have a habit where I'm very good at not getting hangovers, and I can get very drunk and feel perfect. Okay. Because I finished drinking. And I make sure I'm up for multiple more hours, and I consume calories during those hours. So you're going to need even more calories after your calories. Except I made the decision of doing the healthy thing and trying to eat several hours before I go to sleep. Mm. And having my keto meal all night. Right. So then I finish my meal, and I go, well, I can't go to Goosey's yet. It's too early. Mm -hmm. So I just sit there watching TV for like another hour and a half. Then I go to Gooskies. And now I'm so tired. So my body goes, wait a minute. You had your post-drunk meal already. You're supposed to be asleep now. Then I get to Gooskies. I can't stay for very long. So I'm not there for very long. But unfortunately, events took place that caused me to have a third drink. <laughs> and that a third drink at Gooskies is filling this cup to the top. Yep. Yeah, it's like 16 drinks. It is. So I had that and I finished it and I went... Gotta leave. Gotta go before I do something stupid. 
Yeah. Where are my keys? <laughs> so I drove back. Before you end up in a and, uh, YouTube video. No, the driving vlog. was the easiest part. The walking up the stairs was way more difficult. <laughs> and uh, I just passed the fuck out. Like, mm. I had Quest bars. I could have eaten. Yeah. Couldn't do it. I was just out. I went to bed immediately. Holy shit, was that a mistake? And it wasn't even that late. It was like 1030. Yeah. I was mm. out. Woke up the next morning feeling awful. Went in front of the toilet. Sat there. Couldn't puke. Oh, God. But the next morning, I'm up at like 5.30, and for four hours, I just went, all I can do is lay in bed and watch YouTube mm. until I had to physically go out and go to a, actual appointments. This was Saturday morning? And it's all because it ruined my entire Saturday. Thanks, I, Huberman. <laughs> right. Thanks, Huberman. <laughs> it was trying to implement these practices when I had my own practices that I should have just stuck to. Okay. Then, yeah. I mean, it's, it is kind of like do what's best for you. Um, yeah. I'm all for trying new things and making adjustments and being excited about them and seeing how they work. And, you know, I'm fine with that. But funny things happen that relate to my advice giving that I was talking about before the show. Yeah. So can you just give a little bit of context about where you were giving? Yeah, advice? this yeah. is, this is Huberman-esque. So I was giving somebody advice and I was saying, look, I am the world's most unhealthy person. Yet I have habits that I can stick to relatively easily. Mm -hmm. Like I don't succumb to desserts and pastries as no. frequently as you would think I might would, right? Or mm -hmm. like calzones. I love calzones. I don't fucking eat calzones. Does Pizza Twist have any solutions for you? They kind of do. Yeah, they have calzones. No, I don't think they do. <laughs> um, I'm going to look. So, but like there are things that I'm good enough at. But as I thought more and more about it, I kind of made these mental lists of like, here's what I'm not good at. I can just eat an infinite amount of Quest stuff, 24-7. <laughs> but I can eat no-carb stuff and be content, so I'm good in that sense. I lost weight. I've kept it off for the most part. I'm within you know, 10 or 15 pounds of where I'd prefer to be, but that's a, that's a whole lot better than you know, 55 pounds from where I'd prefer to be. Sure. Well, yeah. right. <laughs> I've stayed relatively strong. Like Some days I look in the mirror and I go, God, I'm fucking fat. Other days I look in the mirror and go, huh. I wasn't even trying anything, and look, I, I look pretty good. Yeah. It's confusing. But yeah. I have these lists, good and bad habits, and like these things that I do, I know that if I really tried, I could just make a few tweaks and have huge improvements. But what is something that I do without fail, no matter what? I don't have to think about it. It's completely subconscious, and that is Smoking. <laughs> yes. Oh. Yesterday, I did not want to smoke at all. I felt like what? shit all day. Too shitty to smoke. Yeah. Too wow. shitty to smoke. Um, still tried. <laughs> of course, yeah. <laughs> Just didn't like it. Um, but what I do without fail is any opportunity to act out Seinfeld in real life, I do. And I don't think about it. I, afterwards, I relish in the delight that I internally have. No mm -hmm. one else knows what's happening. It just happens. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. Before you even go on, people are just fucking taking the world too seriously. And Jerry Seinfeld and Larry David didn't. You know? And if you can make the world more like that, like I think I was uh, criticizing you last week for trying to make the world conform to Seinfeld. But after a week, fresh perspectives. <laughs> you know? I would say, yeah, why wouldn't the world be more like Seinfeld? The world's not... Like what you're seeing on the fucking news yeah. and YouTube and fucking Luke Rutkowski and Tim Pool. That's not what the world's like. 
The world is like me pulling up to Gecko, excited about my cheese wisps. <laughs> and an old lady says, hey, can you help me take the cap off my tire? And then I go, yeah, I'm here for air too. Can I go first? Just because I'm in a bit of a hurry. But then we talk for five minutes about fucking nothing. Hmm. Did you fill her air while you were talking? I should have. Why wouldn't you? Oh, I should have. You know how many women I've helped air their tires? Yeah. Three? Probably. Hmm. But that's the world. I did it at the airport once. Ha! <laughs> it's where they have all the air. It's where they ship it in from up there in the troposphere. Yeah. <laughs> but I realized, okay, that's the stupidest thing ever. Make the world like Seinfeld. Yes. Yeah. But I do it subconsciously, not thinking about it. It just happens. It's automatic. Absolutely. So what about this makes this habit of mine so automatic and so easy to do? And how can I take this idiotic piece of advice and spin it into something helpful? Mm -hmm. I think it's the pure entertainment value that gets me to do it automatically. Uh, so if somebody's trying to implement a new habit or change their behavior, make it fucking entertaining. But how do you do that? That's the that's the tough question. But is there a way to make it entertaining? Well, I mean, entertaining just to yourself? Yeah, that's it. Like, so an example that was being used by this person was, well, she feeds her cats without fail. And I said, I bet you when you feed your cats, you're like, like dancing your way to the cabinet to get the cat food. Or you're singing to the cats as you feed them. And it's this stupid, fun little thing. And it's something that you'd rather not do objectively, but you do it without fail. You don't think about it. You just do it. That's the Seinfeld thing for me. So how do we make more things like that in life? And it's not always going to work out because how many things have really worked out for George? Mm, yeah, not a lot. Not a lot. I see the good when the good happens and mm -hmm. I see the bad when the bad happens. But I can't stop it. But it's fun. <laughs> I laugh inside yeah mm -hmm. chuckle to yourself quietly well it's kind of like i was entertained by the idea of doing a no news november like okay. that's entertaining yeah. to me and i thought it'd be funny to follow it up with a week where i watch like cnn for eight hours a day <laughs> and then what killed yourself like those are two funny uh, initiations <laughs> of new habits um I, I wish I had more to say about these past seven days, like, uh, but it's just it's just felt really great. It's like it's kind of like it's there's no surprises. Obviously, you would feel better mm. doing this, and those are the results. And um, I don't know. I feel like you have to do like the Tim Ferriss thing, like some kind of danger, you know, something that puts you in danger. Hmm. To, this is just good for you. Do you ever get to a point where you're seeking out news and you can't find enough of it? No, I, about something specific. Sure. Yeah, that's that's been me the last <laughs> couple of days here with the whole Nicaragua was going through an election. Oh no! Many would say a sham election. I can't figure it out. Get Trump. I can't figure um, it out. Everything's in Spanish. <laughs> Maybe you should learn Spanish then. Yeah, it's real hard. Don't you know somebody that speaks Spanish that lives in that country that you could talk to? Yeah, and uh, it's, it's depressing. Oh, and I'm hearing that perspective, and I'm oh, trying okay. to understand all the perspectives, but it's. It's all bad. Mm. It's all bad. So Alex and I are going there in a couple weeks. Have fun. When is the election? Today. Right now. Oh. oh could I, be under normal circumstances, I would say pull up a video. But <laughs> it's going to be in Spanish. 
<laughs> and it's either going to be from the state media and it's going to say all the elections are going on peacefully here's a video of the president and his wife exercising their right to vote here's the video of the leader of the militarized police going to exercising their right to vote and then you watch another video and it goes this election's a sham every opponent has been imprisoned and and detained and no objective people are allowed to witness this or watch it or check on it. And it's already been declared a sham. And Biden has placed sanctions. <laughs> and fucking Meta is deleting accounts. And it's all like the socialist governments here are attacking the socialist governments there. But the socialist governments here are accused of being conspiracy conspiracy partners with these extreme right-wing organizations to shut down the socialists there and Putin's backing the socialists there with Venezuela and all the things that Ortega is doing. It's very similar to all the things that Biden is doing, except for Biden really doesn't like it because Ortega's way too far left of Biden. I don't know. Man, it's fucking confusing. Everybody's a bad guy. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Sounds like politics. Because on one hand, I go, yeah, Ortega's right. Fuck you, U.S., for fucking with him like ortega defeated the contras like the violent evil contras that were funded by reagan that's amazing yep Hmm. right that's incredible and puke and alex and i were just there and this country has infrastructure this country has like no violent crime this country is pretty incredible yet it's ruled by this socialist dictator yeah right on the flip side it's like no everyone's fucking poor here Mm-hmm. The militarized police are brutalizing people. But on the flip side, they're brutalizing protesters, quote unquote. But these protesters are terrorizing regular people. Hmm. So everybody's bad. Yeah, it's, it's so confusing. confusing. I can't figure it out. It's hard enough to figure out the politics in this fucking country that we live in. No, that's not hard at all. Oh, this, okay. This is... Oh, man. <laughs> you want a book? No. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to read this book called Pendulum. Something that a lot of people in my world have talked about. Is it about about physics or just desktop toys? No, it's about these 80-year cycles that humanity is in. Okay. Where it goes from basically, in a nutshell. I read this. There's also a pit. I think you're thinking of something else. Peaches? No, the Spanish Inquisition. Spanish Inquisition? The pit and the pendulum. Sorry, go ahead. No. Is that a money? I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think no the idea pit and the pendulum. Saying. It's a book. I was forced to read. I maybe read like 10 pages of it. I don't know. Uh, this book is just called Pendulum. It, it might have some subtitles. Sands Pit. Yeah. Hmm. Um, but it basically says that humanity works in these roughly 80 year cycles that where they go from extreme me to extreme we. Hmm. So 80 years ago, doesn't really seem to make any sense. It was like the beginning <laughs> of World War One. Yeah, fuck this book. Or maybe, no, maybe no, eighty years ago was no, the beginning of World oh, yeah, War Two. Okay, okay. So the eighty at eighty years, you're back at extremes, and in the middle, you're mm-hmm. at the opposite. So at forty years, which would have been nineteen eighties, yeah, late yeah. late seventies, early eighties, you're in a uh, very decadent kind of decade of mm. men wearing makeup and tights. Mm. You know, like things androgyny. getting androgyny. Yeah, androgyny. Things getting real wild. Wait a minute. That doesn't make sense then. Savings and loans scandals. What? Because we're not in the same position that we were in 80 years ago. We're in the same position we were in 40 years ago. No, we're in the same position we were in 80 years ago. Well, you just said androgyny. 
Mm, that's separate. That's like a smaller kind of thing. I, I don't know why. I, I just am picturing like Twisted Sister. Yeah, I get and it. Rat and poison and thinking, kiss, kiss. Yeah, Guar. New York Dolls. Yeah, like Guar wasn't around in the seventies. Uh, I think Guar was around longer than you think. Rick Astley. I'd say Guar was one of the You're first. You're ten years off. <laughs> Didn't Guar say Kiss ripped them off? What? Sure. Look up when Guar started. When did Guar start? When Guar? Guar. You turned into a Jamaican there for a second. So, well, hey, if you just joined 1980 us. 1980. Wow. Four. Mm. Hmm. So when, right. did, when did Kish start? It's like right in the oh, middle of the Oh, Kish started in like 1975. 1973. <laughs> so kind of hard to rip off. Maybe Gene mm. Simmons and Paul Stanley said Guar ripped them off, which makes more sense. Yeah, it would. Especially chronologically here. <laughs> yep. Unless Guar has a time machine. What if? Hmm. So humanity's in cycles of uh, shit. Well, there. So well, I, I, I don't want to read the cycle this. is here then. Well, okay. So the cycle goes from at the beginning you're at extreme we. Forty years later you're at extreme me, and then forty years later you're back to extreme we. So that that's kind of the pendulum theory. Which one's worse? Uh, extreme we. Okay. Where the individual is just completely sacrificed for the collective, mm. which is always the worst situation. Yeah. Like fucking men wearing makeup is not a big deal. But I feel like in the 40s, 80 years ago, it was extreme me. Mm-hmm. People were like trying to take responsibility. But it wasn't in Europe. It was national socialism. In the late 70s, it was extreme we. Mm. No, the it 70s was good were vibes. Very, it was softening. Yeah, it that was, was all about the individual of just doing whatever the pleasure. Did, you know, like pleasure. Do what you want. Be no, your that was ten out, years earlier. Okay. In the seventies, it was feel guilty for things. Okay, so we're so here's the twist on this conversation that the we're having. The pizza twist. I haven't. Oh, even, I want the pizza twist. I haven't even opened this book yet. Oh, you <laughs> so, what? <laughs> picture how dumb <laughs> we look to somebody out there who's read it. Now, uh, lucky for you, no one's read it. About 15 years before this book came out, there was a book called The Fourth Turning, which was uh, 97, and it was this warning that humanity progresses through generational seasons, each lasting about 20 to 21 years. Okay. Four of them make up an 80-year cycle. (laughs) So before I read Pendulum, I was like, well, the people who wrote Pendulum must know about the fourth turning, right? That that instead of like, like people think about our history linearly. Like at first, human, the human experience was chaotic. Nobody could make sense of time in any other, in any way, right? So then the theory, in like some, a a lot of the development of like uh, astrology and natural worship of natural things and worship of the heavens started to see history as cyclical like things come back around everything Mm -hmm. i learned about early man i learned from encino man so (laughs) chaos first then uh cyclical seasonal history Mm -hmm. things coming back around almost in uh, like a harvest so like once the agricultural revolution comes it's like every year at this time we do this thing and you do that year after year decade after decade yeah based on the moon and it's not because the moon has any kind of special power it's just the moon was an indicator of timing it's a cycle right it's a cycle then when we get into modern uh modernity it history is linear 
and especially once the progressive era starts, I'm kind of adding my own theories to this. Okay. History is linear in a way that it's always progressing forward, so we're never going to go back. Hashtag never again kind mm. of stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, We're never going to go back to the, the turmoil or the disasters or the tragedies of before. We're always progressing forward in a linear way. So what they said in both Pendulum 2012 and the fourth turning 97 is that you have to think about things cyclically. And the, these four generations adding up to this one cycle basically replicate stages of human life. Because people are progress like at the beginning of the fir- the first turning, right? Yeah. I forget what it was called, um, but I was just speeding through a summary of this book today because I wanted to understand the fourth turning before I actually read the book Pendulum. So in the beginning, you know, like those people go from birth to twenty one, and then they continue from twenty one to you know another stage of life probably a stage of more influence in the second turning. Yeah. And then they're almost like seniors as the third turning approaches. And then as their life winds down, whatever kind of defined that life cycle is ending and turning. So these guys, long story long, these guys say that the fourth turning starts in 2005. Okay. And there is a 20-year cycle basically peaking in 2025 mm-hmm. of um, increasing instability and chaos. So I'm interested in that book Partially for my next project in an effort to find non-everybody-else-is-a-cunt kind of explanations for <laughs> yeah. what's happened. That's where I, I love that mass formation stuff. I don't know if you've gotten mm-hmm. into any of that, Puke. No. Have you I don't. listened to what we did on that? No. Mass formation is a... Nathan Fraser and I actually just did a show about it. Fascinating subject. Okay. Fascinating subject. Um, uh, just about how when people individually reach these like fever pitch states of anxiety they Mm. look for external um targets to direct all their anxiety at and they almost become hypnotized by Mm. this process or people can hypnotize them with this process so like an internal discontent leads to this mob or mass hypnosis yeah so there's this belgian psychologist who's doing all this really interesting work on this right now his last name is desmet d-e-s-m-e-t and I'm pretty bad on this ash. Yeah, so, and the other thing that he says is, now I will be him, I'm Belgian. <laughs> um, the other thing he says, and this is, I think is the, the absolutely the most important and most interesting thing, is that when a mass hypnosis takes place, yeah. 30% of people will always go along with it. Okay. Right. Yeah. 20, oh, I have heard this. Okay. Twenty to thirty percent of people will always resist it. Right. So you'll have like in 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 this current thing, you've got the shit libs, the CNN crowd, the whatever, um, however you want to characterize. Sure. It. Yeah. Now I'm trying not to use terms like shit libs, and I hope things like understanding <laughs> these these larger forces will help with that. Then on the other side, you've got the Alex Jones, the Tucker Carlson's, the YouTube conspiracy people who are going to resist the. the mass phenomenon at any cause Mm -hmm. or at any uh, to what am i trying to say at any at all costs they're going to resist and be vocally in vocal in their resistance of this but in the middle there is the largest like third of the not exact third but the largest chunk of the population which could be up to 40 or 50 percent of people just say oh shut up and go along yeah who Mm. either don't have the knowledge don't have the time don't have the energy or don't have the courage to speak out. So one of the most interesting things we're seeing about the last couple months is all of these people who've been like, you're good if you shut up, like the people yeah. who were the heroes of the pandemic a year ago are now pariahs. 
because they're walking out of work because they won't get vaccinated, like healthcare workers, yeah. pilots, people like that. So um, here's something. It's really interesting. So what the the job of the perception managers or the totalitarians, as Desmet would put it, their job is to produce a chilling effect on the majority of people, right? By making an example of the minority of people. Yeah. So they don't care. There's like, oh yeah, there's three groups of people and they all think different things. There's like, do you shut up and comply or do you or are you a problem or are you a domestic terrorist? Mm-hmm. So if they can make that 40 silent like the you know, the compliant 30 that's just almost um in in like a cult and they're they're almost like signaling how yeah. they'll go along like I'll yeah I'll inject things into yeah. my kids I don't even care you know I'm just, just as long as I'm just going along with the program or they, that's yeah they literally are brainwashed into thinking that what they're doing is the right, right. thing to be doing so it's this 40% in the middle where the competition is where it's like if they can make an example of the January 6th type people enough those people will shut up mm. but now they push things to a point where many people in that group will not shut up Right? Yeah. And that is a problem because it's supposed to look like it's the compliant 70% against the dissonant 30%, but 40% of that 70% is just being silent. Hmm. And if they stop doing that, it kind of fucks the whole program. And I'm starting to get upset at this shift. I feel like there is a slow turning where I'm no longer in the out group anymore. Slow turning is a song. I know, I wrote it down already. By Guar? Yep. It's by John Hyatt. 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 Like the hotel. <laughs> um, yeah, I feel like there's there's been a shift where I, like a year ago, was in the out group. Now, I don't feel like I'm in the out group. Like whenever I encounter any kind of resistance, it's such a rare thing. It's like, oh, wow, you're a person who hasn't really thought about anything or made their own choices or had their own thoughts about this. That's such a rare thing for me to encounter. Yeah. How sad for you. Wait, what do you mean? What do you like? <clears throat> I feel like I'm no longer in the out group, which bothers me. What is the out group? The out group is the resistant people. So you feel like your that group has gotten so big that it's not even uh... everybody's resistant now. Yeah, well, that's great. I feel like everyone's resistant. Well, that's a very kind of uh, narcissistic take that you're upset <laughs> that more people are like, I don't feel special this is as a good more indicator. people wake up to tyranny. Right, but this is a good indicator. Like people are. Not as dumb as we might want to think they are. I don't want to think people are dumb. And I don't think most people are just like, yeah, this is bullshit. There's a whole lot of bullshit going on. And that's why I'm so shocked when I do encounter the one person who is like still fully blue pilled on something. Mm -hmm. It's shocking to me. Yeah, it is. It's extremely shocking. And it's like, wow, where have you been? You clearly have taking the order to like shelter in place and you're just coming out now. Yeah. Like, and, and now you're encountering another human being and this is where you're coming from. That's, that's my kind of perspective on that person. Yeah. By all objective measures, that's great, but I'm put off by it. Well, yeah, because I don't like anything I do becoming the mainstream. I mean, it's like encountering a flat earther and you're like, Oh fuck. You people do exist. I thought it was just a rumor. Yeah, I guess so. Um, That's how it feels to me, because I just can't believe that people are that fucking naive and dumb. They and don't incapable have... of uh, like original thoughts. But it's not. But they're not because. So like, it's a word that's cliche and overused, and I wish it hadn't been because we need it now. 
right? But it's basic, right? Mm, yeah. People are basic. They're like... They're going to be basic. Oh. They're going to sing along to Small Town Girl by Journey. Yeah. And there's nothing you can do about it. And they think CNN and NPR is the news, you know? I mean, yeah. look at these people. Listen to these voices. Look at these uh, suits. Look at these chirons. But I have a personal problem when the people singing along to Small Town Girl by Journey... All of a sudden, they're just by default accepting of my opinions. Mm. Just a small town girl, that song, which is called <laughs> Don't Stop Believing. That's it. Yeah. Don't stop believing. I don't know which one to mute. <laughs> <laughs> I muted me and not puke. I muted him now. Good job, dummy! You know, when we get to the studio, I'm really going to set these mics in the right sequence so I understand what's going yeah, on. Yeah, we'll think about that. I don't know. I've got all kinds of grand plans, but it's going to take a long time. I mean, I can fix it right now. I mean, I, I got like, a fucking tile and dry. Well, there you go. You just disconnect. Fuck. One of those is me! <laughs> Andrew's unplugging stuff, and I'm one. I'm putting it in the right sequence. Oh, yeah, there we go. Why yeah. did it take you so long to just do that? I don't know. I never had that need. I felt like, oh, we're moving. Well, I'll now, do they're, it then. now they're in the wrong <laughs> sequence. No, they're not. Don't worry. No, we're going to disconnect all this shit, move it, oh, yeah, and not have a fucking clue how to get it back together because no, we've only done it like 20 I'm times. I'm one. Puke is two. Bread is now three. But that doesn't make sense. Yeah, I one, just did two, all this. Three. Yeah. I just figured out, like, the. I have the same mixer you guys have. And we need a mixer that's shaped like the table. Yeah, we know it's the same mixer. We, we gave need to it cut to this mixer <laughs> apart. And reassemble it in the shape <laughs> of the table. Wait a minute. You gave me that mixer? Yes. Yeah. Then where the fuck is somebody bought me a mixer? <laughs> Off an Amazon wish list. I where? told you I gave you this mixer and you said, no, someone bought it for us. And I said, okay. I yeah. Know, in your know. last apartment, like you needed a mixer or something. And we, we gave you, cause this, this is the old one that like kind of works or was, had beer spilled on it and shit. Now that's the only mixer I have. Well, you better treat it right. Well, good thing other mixers exist. Well, yeah, that's true. Try a KitchenAid. Yeah. They're delightful. Anyway, what a what the fuck are we talking about? <laughs> Pureed The babies. world is ending! Pureed babies. Only temporarily, though. It's a cycle. Oh, yeah. We should go to break. I gotta get that, uh, we gotta get that property. Bunker, bunker house. Man, I have heard about so many people who are interested in that house. Really? Yep. There's a lot of people who want bunkers. People that can actually afford that fucking house. That's probably the hang-up. Yep. Yeah. But a lot of people want bunkers. Any house in excess of $2 million is going to be a real stretch. This one wasn't. <gasps> that's, in, it's in, that's insane. This mm. was four houses, not oh. in excess of $2 million. Wow. Okay. Wow. $1.5 million. Okay. Came with four houses, several outbuildings, a giant horse barn. And a couple hundred acres. It was under two? Yes, it was oh, 1.5. Oh, I thought it was two or something. Nope. Jesus That's Christ. That's the thing. Like, like this is the best. insane. It, like, this is dollar for dollar. Yeah. This is the greatest not, deal ever. Now, two of the houses are not finished. But which, the one but, house that is finished is probably a $5 million house. Yeah, it's, it's fucking mind-blowing that they're selling it for what they're selling it for. But I guess... Anyway, um, I really got to piss. Break! Three, 
Second half. There we go. I was waiting for Andrew to see if he would say two, but he didn't. So I said, bah! You know, listeners, Stand! these are all just pre-recorded recordings <laughs> of me scaring puke. <laughs> yeah, yeah he hides in the shadows and the stairwells and goes, boogity. And I go, bah! <laughs> <laughs> And Andrew records it in high-quality 4K definition, 8K red cinema. Oh, fuck. Hit record, you idiot! <laughs> How are we going to get that? God uh, damn it! I'm sorry. That was like the best minute ever. God damn it! Good thing it was all pre-recorded. Yeah. I'll just put it in and post shit. I'm sorry. Jesus fuck. You have one job! I already exported the first half, and that's what fucked me up. Usually, I just start recording immediately, but uh, oh man, oh man! Well, guess what? I was I afraid to... of losing the first half this time for my PTSD. Well, that's good. I have a couple, but then don't be stupid. I have to. Uh, I have to pull that audio from the YouTube. I guess just like I did last week. For those that don't know, we lost the second half last week, and I pulled it from the YouTube recording. You couldn't even fucking tell there was a difference. Yeah, I couldn't tell. Yeah. <laughs> Brett's having a delightful time I, with himself I, in the I, live stream. Yeah, I was watching the camera and I was trying to figure out where the the edge of my frame was. Yeah, uh, but now I see that it's totally obvious where it is. And maybe that's what I should do in the next studio is figure out how to just get like thirty cameras. Yeah, <laughs> it's just the, I would love to the be able live to stream and be like switch through a bunch angles. of cameras. I mean, I can always you know. Build a round room and put cameras around. Put like sixty cameras around the circumference. Yeah, of the of an open ceiling. What's the camera number <laughs> of the studio? Yeah, but you can't just have them in a in a in a symmetrical circumferential circle. Yeah, and you have them all uh, numbered gotta, and go camera one, camera two, camera three, camera yeah, four. But and I just also go, keep want going around. I want like crazy angles, like of our feet. And ones that are like from directly overhead, like we should just have angles that are fucking nonsensical. <laughs> a, a directly overhead camera with a high enough ceiling would be very cool. I yeah, think. yeah. I wish I could figure. I can't do that because the new studio eventually will be in a basement just like this one. <laughs> oh, you know what? I'll just dig. I'll cut a hole in the floor, and I'll put I'll put the camera like up in a tube. <laughs> <laughs> tube cam. <laughs> yeah, tube cam. All right, Make the well, studio in a bathroom, take out the fart fan, mm. and put the camera all the way at the top of the, the exhaust in the yeah. roof. And call it fart cam. <laughs> Actually, in my new house, if I did cut a hole in the floor where the studio might end up being, would be one of the bathrooms. So we could do that. So I had a fearful thought. Oh, no. On Wednesday night. Um, Wednesday night. We went to Max's Tuesday night. Okay. Wow. So I'm not involved. So, uh, Gabrielle and I went out to Edgewood, I believe, which mm. is like on the outskirts. It's on the edge yeah. of the wood. Could be one of the greatest neighborhoods, could be one of the worst neighborhoods. Yes. Very cool place, very hilly out there. There is a surprisingly interesting view of downtown that you happen oh. upon if you're in the right place. And it's actually like you're up on this hill, and then there's this big swooping valley, and it looks like the city is on a hill. It's mm. really interesting, the perspective. So anyway, go to a place called Trundle Manor. Trundle Manor. And uh, this is a place that Gabriella has picked for us to tour uh, for an activity together. She's always very thoughtful about planning activities. And she's been here a long time, and she knows a lot of Jeez, interesting what's things. What's it like to have somebody else plan activities? 
Well, if Andrew ever let anybody, I mean, you could probably figure it out. <laughs> well, her and I do a good job of like taking turns, like planning things to do. But this was her idea to go to this place where these two artists live and they've got this real kind of spooky Adams family thing going on. And something about the first room we're in, there's lots of like things in embalming fluid and no. like 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 organs of animals in embalming <laughs> fluid and then there's like all this taxidermy and all of these weird old medical tools and i'm like this, right, this is every friend's uh basement from when i was growing up what you're describing oh taxidermy and weird tools did you were your friends the adams family no they just their their dads were always hunters oh they're just hicks yeah <laughs> old medical tools I don't know how they taxidermy. Yeah, how do you taxidermy without like, medical tools? How do you make jerky? When you have shit made out of Legos next to like a sheep's heart in formaldehyde, yeah, this is like that's, strange. That's called psychotic. So I text you guys real quick. I'm yeah. like, hey, I met this place. Yeah, and I went, oh, I always wanted to go there. I've seen all about it. No, didn't you say something to the effect of if if you're never found again, this is your last location? I was <laughs> kind of kidding about that, but but not really. I just like like to get a text out there. Let people know where I'm yeah, at. Yeah, just in case. So what did you know about it ahead of uh, my telling you I was there, Andrew? I just knew it was some creepy, weird place that was kind of like a local thing. There's also another place kind of like this, but way happier. It's a house filled with animatronic musical instruments. Chuck E. Cheese! Musical instruments. Oh. So where, you've got... Well, where's that? Aspenwall. Ooh. And on the other side of town, you got Randy Land, which we're not quite sure what that is. It's just and just the night before, Brett and I were eating dinner uh, a mere feet away from Randy eating dinner. Yeah, Brett didn't even know it. Wow. Randy asked if we had enough space. No, no kidding. We said yes. So, uh, yeah, this was a it was an interesting experience. It was kind of like a combination of interesting art styles and collectibles, and they had some like steampunk things. They'd done a really cool thing with their kitchen. Where they had made it into this like weird futuristic, or not even future, not futuristic, like steampunk, okay, where nothing yeah. made any sense. <gasps> yeah, and it's just a bunch of pipes and steam fittings for no good. That My dream reason. kitchen is the kitchen of Caractacus Pots. They had these one thing that said three, there were three red lights, and it said beep, bop, boop. Oh. Yeah, it was pretty beep, cool. Bop, boop. But then you could open things up. They were like hatches, and it would reveal just a normal person's stove. Oh. And then a normal person refrigerator. Okay. So was this somebody's actual house yes, at some point? This couple lives there. Oh, they live there now. Yeah, they're just fucking. Yeah, and they're moons. young. They were they were like what? my age or a couple years younger. Oh, interesting. Yeah. And they just opened it up to the public to uh, to do tours, tours of up to whimsy. Yeah. Hmm. They had crazy old cars. They had a big skeleton. Did I send you the picture of the big giant skeleton standing next to so. the kidnapper truck? No. <laughs> Oh. No, I, I didn't send you guys enough pictures of this. <laughs> well, we I googled some pictures, so they might show up there if we looked around. But what's what's what did you want in a kitchen, Andrew? Uh, the kitchen the Caractacus Pots had. For yeah, me. what the fuck? Chitty is that? Chitty Bang Bang. Lots oh, of uh, okay. Rube Goldberg devices, maybe. Yeah, and so, steampunky Rube Goldberg device type oh. kitchen. That sounds like somebody that doesn't know how to cook. No, once um, in a kitchen. <laughs> You know how years ago on the show we talked about Marble Run mm -hmm. and Scott Adams Scott was the 12-year-old boy who oh, made yeah, the Marble yeah, Runs? Okay, yeah. Not Scott Adams, the uh, no. illustrator of Dilbert. Um, 
it's like if he had to make a kitchen and they're like, okay, Scott, Adam Scott, no. you got to learn how to crack this egg onto the frying pan using marbles. Pretty much. Okay. And it has to take no take- effort to do mm. like when you actually want to have it done. Yeah. But the sequence of events that takes place before the egg cracks onto the pan takes 19 minutes. Yeah. You, you know what's easy to do is to just crack an egg. <clears throat> but it's right. not cool. It's not <laughs> That's cinematic. Okay, yeah. And there's no singing involved. Make me a mechanism that takes longer to cook an egg than if I would just cooked an egg. Mm. Mm. So these people were really actually pretty interesting. These How could they not be? Yeah. Yeah. But so it's it's interesting. It's not like I'm into anything I saw. It's just kind of like the spectacle of the collection that they put together. Yeah. All this weird shit and all these modifications they've made to their home. So it was uh You know, I saw a movie about this place. A what? what? The Adams family? No, it's from nineteen ninety one. Nothing but trouble. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it had a real nothing but trouble kind of feel to it. So I'm in the first room and my amygdala is going, Brett, Brett. Remember nothing but trouble? Don't get on the roller coaster. Remember nothing but trouble. Then at the end of the tour, the woman goes, do you want to see our secret passageway? You she's kind yes, of standing absolutely. by the basement door. And my amygdala goes, Brett, nothing but trouble. Straight Where's right. Tupac? Straight Chevy Chase. Yeah, what happened to Digital <laughs> Underground? So. But congrats on not getting kidnapped and murdered, no, I, I didn't. I didn't think we would. I mean, there must have been like, hey, you know, like uh, the, if you went to like Yelp. Was it just you and her? My kids went here. Yeah, there was nobody else there. Oh, oh that's, that's weird. weird. So it was just you and her and the tour guides. Mm-hmm. That is uncomfortable. Not the tour guides. The woman who owns the house. Who's giving a tour. And she keeps talking about this husband who isn't there. <laughs> so yeah, where is he going to pop I out like of? He's preparing the murder. Yeah. But, yeah. Or... He is there, but he's in formaldehyde. Have you heard about these extreme scare houses? Like where like you go there and you fucking get kidnapped and beaten and punished. And yeah, it's called Seer School. What? Search, search evasion and resistance. Special forces members of the military have to go through this. Yeah, but this is like a civilian thing that's voluntary that is like ultra terrifying. Yeah. The army's voluntary. Ultra terrifying. (laughs) But basically, it sounds like a civilian version of that. Okay. And also, I've heard of people like rich people going through. Yeah. Like a seer school version for civilians that are, uh, you know, at high risk because they're so rich or some shit. But this is just for fun, you're saying. I guess. I don't know who would consider like getting stuffed in a potato sack and pissed on and (laughs) kicked repeatedly fun. Mm-hmm. I don't know, dominatrix type people. What military people go through this? Why does everything have to involve pee now? Like I'm seeing, you know, I don't watch a lot of porn anymore. But one of the things that kind of drove me away from it was I started to see two things become more and more frequent. This Mm -hmm. was over the last couple of years. And I have not spoken publicly about this until now. Peeing. Just regular porn. I don't see more pee now than I did before. Is it pee? I'll buy it. We're all. This is all free porn. Hmm. We're we're watching different things. Clearly, <laughs> obviously, nobody is peeing hey, in hot guys. That wasn't fuck. pee. I want the real thing. Right. <laughs> the other thing is called rimming. Rimming. 
Why do you keep going up to the mic and mouthing something and not saying it? Are you trying to say something? I don't know what to say. <laughs> Nobody knows what to say. I don't even know why I'm bringing this up. I don't know where this is going to go. Mm. But these are bad Around trends. The circle. What this well, means, it started out with like you know, uh, m- mother daughter or like family porn, and, and we now were, it just keeps getting weirder and weirder. We were on top of that in 2019, and that's yeah. kind of yeah. why I'm bringing this. But up. But I feel like the rimming and the peeing that was pre the family stuff. Yeah. yeah. So if you're in the PCL, if you're a member, a supporting listener, PC. Yeah. <laughs> There's an episode called Red Dad Redemption from 2019 where we kind of do a scene analysis. My untold secrets. Yeah, of, uh, of 2019. Uh, go back and find that, and you can hear where things were at then. They are worse now. Hmm. There's peeing, and there is rimming. It seems like we've dropped the storylines about dad and stepbrother and all of that. And it's like, I don't just know. fucking pee. <laughs> I just rim. get hammer with stepmom stuff. The dad says, or the man says, I'll pee on you, and then you rim me. Now, this is a bad trend. Right? Doesn't everyone agree that this is a bad trend? Seems for a couple of reasons. Yes, it it is that. Okay, it is also showing an increasing level of degeneracy. As goes porn, so goes society. Mm. Right? Yeah. Porn said we want to use DVDs, so then society said we want to use DVDs. No, yeah. I have recommended so many good porn, so much good porn on this show. (laughs) I don't know why we need to go and push it further, push the envelope. This, no, no, no. This, This is not a recommendation. I'm saying this needs to stop. Peeing. Five years ago, you would have had to go to some... I mean, this was one of those videos that people shared to see if they could make somebody throw up at a party. Oh, yeah. Right? Dale, where you at? Now it's like mainstream porn scene. Hold on. I'm going to pee on you. Hmm. Or the girl's like giving a guy a blowjob. And it's like, well, now I'm going to rim- b- b- lick your butt. Get <laughs> <laughs> So what this is saying is that the average American porn viewing male, Uh so the average American male, is so desensitized Mm. to not just fucking vaginal blows, anal. But they're just playing mumble rap loudly in a gym with two (laughs) older adult males. (laughs) Right. So we know youngsters, people who are 15, who are watching men Mm. who get rimmed and then pee on women. On women, yeah. Right? So this is very, very disturbing. What we call a good old-fashioned time. Mm. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I feel like this breaks down to the individual, and it's up to the individual to determine what this, whether mm. this is disgusting or acceptable or not. Because well, when I, mean, I was a boy, true. I was exposed to the most disgusting, vile shit at a super young age. And Rod. I determined com. this is disgusting, vile shit, and... It's just a novelty that makes me uncomfortable, and I'm going to move on and watch some girl give a guy a blowjob, and I'll get off to that. You're missing a very, very important part of this. What? That disgusting shit that you watched was not embedded in mainstream porn. Are you talking about your friend with the car, the Geo, and the horse video? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm talking about uh, years before that. Years before the horse video. <clears throat> years before the horse video. Okay, so you're like 12? 12, 11, 10. Okay. What are you seeing? Downloading shit on AOL or whatever the internet was and seeing awful shit or finding videotapes. Of they what? should have made him and kill Butler. the kid. <laughs> um, just porn that was 
beyond because what was mainstream was like Cinemax, right? Mm-hmm. That was mainstream. Then there was this porn where it was like orgy gangbang stuff that we found on this video. That's so five years ago. I know. but It's like 20 years even ago. Even at that point, it's like, <laughs> I don't think I want to like be with my friends with our dicks out. No, generally not. Right. And I, I was conscious enough to know that. there's anything wrong with that. And then also, you'd even find <laughs> magazines, right? And in these magazines, sometimes it'd be like, okay, there's a woman without a top, and there are her breasts. Mm-hmm. That's nice. Maybe you don't know the other guys, though, and it's just like five of you and a lady. I wouldn't feel good about so that like either. So, you're at Gooskies, you pick up a girl. You go, hey, you four guys, come with me. No, nah, I would never do that. <laughs> and then, well, but here's the thing, right? It's awkward at first, but then you're like, ah, you know, halfway through, you go, eh, I'm going to have a cigarette. And I go, oh my God, you're Bill yeah. from the story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take a smoke break, right? Yeah. You, go out, you say, I'm going to oh. tap out for a minute. Yeah. And come back refreshed. Yeah, exactly. Uh, no, I don't think so. No, uh, I don't think so either. And I think that all of this is a problem, right? So that's not really that gross. And that's not really like a woman being peed. How about a woman having opening her mouth and having her mouth peed in, not just peed on? What? Drinking. What's good about that? What's good about that? Pee. Nothing is good about it. There is not one thing in the world that's good about it. So why is it happening? What percentage of people do you think are into this? Twelve. That's... What is troubling? Had you asked me just a short 18 months ago, uh-huh. I would say, I don't know, less than one. Okay. Want to see anything with the scatological? That has not crossed my plate. Well, it depends on if you're asking Germans. Right. We're saying this is like <laughs> the most ridiculous thing. We have characters in skits who shit and pee on each other. Yeah. Now yeah, it's in mainstream porn. Is the podcast trendsetter informing mainstream porn preferences? No, I think we got that joke from porn. From the pornography, we invented the shite porn. Japanese music that is like a disco music. Yeah, Japanese music that's like from a disco. Remember how we traveled through time and we was like, you know, remember that our time was kind of stuffy. But then we went to the 1970s and people were, it's like they were in a whole different turning. Commander Schmill. We've made it to the discotheque. Yeah, we're back in the 70s. Oh, the 70s? Okay, here we go. This is more of an 80s No, this is good. This is the 80s. I don't know the decades. Do you like Scheisse on your schwanz? Yeah. Did you like that time we invaded France? Yeah. So did I. Yes, that was was good. So now that we've reminisced a little bit and we know a lot about the sexual things that you like, let's go back to the present. Do you want some amphetamines? Yeah. Yeah. It really makes the music pop. (laughs) Wow. You're never going to do better than that rhyme. If anybody is scoring at home or transcribing at home, the line was, do you like Shiza on your schwarz? And then Commander Schmil says, yes. And then I responded with, did you like that time we invaded France? Find us a better comedy show than this one. That was the greatest thing you ever said. Okay. 
Uh, what was happening right before that? Oh, yeah. We Pet were saying porn. that porn is kind of a problem. And maybe we're contributing to that. Like Maybe we're informing think we're, the porn producers yes. about preferences with stuff yes. like that. Yeah, they listen to the show and they think, we got to make it. What all the kids are into. Well, how many other shows have really talked? How many other historically long-running legendary shows yeah. have talked about porn in such great detail? 12. Where they had official porn competitions and have analyzed porn live in real time. Honestly, Based we on might how many be the foremost experts oh, on porn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and sure, I'm sure there are porn-related podcasts that have like seven episodes. Oh, yeah. But what the fuck is seven episodes? That's nothing. I've done seven episodes of sleep. Less than nothing. While jerking off to various porns we've talked about on the show. We did seven episodes in seven weeks. We did <laughs> seven episodes in seven days also. What, did we? Yeah, when we yeah, were... when you guys were on your trip. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. What are we talking about? So, so Brett, you're not happy with the state of pornography these days? These kids now, these kids these days in their pee porn? What do you think is going to happen? The, this is, well, the kids okay. are listening to loud music in the gyms and watching pee porn. Okay, well... <laughs> Let's flash back to whenever that was, fall 2019, okay. so two years ago, yeah. right? And we're going, yeah, it's a problem that these daddies are fucking their daughters, right? <laughs> or at least this is simulation <laughs> of this in porn, okay? <laughs> at least there's a simulation of this. And that can be step, like, okay, if somebody is married to your mom, you shouldn't fuck them, <laughs> right? Sure. It doesn't, because that's always the qualifier, right? Or if, like, if you're part of one of these households where it's like, dad has a son, Mom has a daughter. Mom and dad get married. And then your steps, right? You don't go, oh, well, we're only steps. You don't fuck. The Brady Bunch. Right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. None of them fucked. Alice was fucking all of them. <laughs> yeah, she was the horny bitch. So in 2019, we're going, yeah, this is a problem. But, geez, we're probably at the edge of it, huh? These daddy daughter dosy dough where they only got to go down from here. Yeah. Well, no. I mean, we're probably at the edge of it. It's probably like this is where they people go. Oh yeah, we got to reel this in. Mm, we yeah. just got to go back to vaginal, oral, anal. Occasionally a gangbang. Good three old on one match. Anything just more than three on one is violence. Realistic. Just take the highlights. Just make a compilation. That's all I want to see. <laughs> right. Let's get hotter guys. You know, like these are the. This is the turning point in 2019 where they're saying, "Let's make me think these women are excited about this." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Let's turn this around. Here we are, two years later, uh -huh. hoping this is the edge. Hmm. Rimming. What's next? Rimming. Yeah. Have you seen a man's butt? Sadly. None of these women. So now, like, disbelief is completely suspended. Hmm. Right? Where are we going to be in two years? Maybe this is a result of sex trafficking. Wow. How? I don't know. No. These are regular women who are porn star women. Oh, okay. Who are doing this now. Hmm. Who is calling for this? Oh, maybe it's like, you know, uh, uh, newspapers, their headlines are getting so sensational and... You know, uh, they're trying to compete with like the social media scroll. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, we've got to make porn that's so fucking crazy. People have to watch it because there's just so much porn out there. They got to, what, what's the fucking term I'm looking for? Clickbait. Mm -hmm. They're making clickbait porn. You know, pump <laughs> seven o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. It's on the table. I'm nice. turned you off. Got it. Like, as far as the clickbait scrolling, I'm turned off the more clickbaities. Oh, yeah. It is. Yeah, because you're not retarded like most people. I like, guess. I'm scrolling through and I'm seeing all this awful shit 
And I'm just going to click on something very basic, like bitch sucks the dick of him. <laughs> sure. Yeah. The classics. Yeah. If you're new, sometimes uh, men in Eastern Europe or the Middle East have trouble translating porn titles to English. Yeah. So that's what comes out. And you know it's going to be a nice video. Yeah. <laughs> You know what you're getting. You go, that's not a bitch. She seems sweet. Well, all of a sudden, so let's say you're watching. She looks like a young Jennifer yeah. Conley. She looks like a young Jennifer Conley. From Rocketeer. He's presentable enough, mm-hmm. right? He looks like Rocketeer. You know what you're going to get. The video is called <laughs> Bitch Sucks the Dick of Him. It should be called Rocketeer Reenacted. 15 minutes in to Bitch Sucks Cock-a-teer. the dick, dick of Him. 15 minutes <laughs> into Bitch Sucks the Dick of Him. He goes, wait a minute. I've got an idea. He takes his feet and he puts them behind his head. Why? And he says, you, "Why? You know what to do. <laughs> Rim me." <laughs> and you go, "Wait a minute. Why is this in bitch sucks the dick of him?" Because mm. them Eastern Europeans are crazy. No, it's not necessarily Eastern European porns. They're just the one who's trying to title them. Mm. That's why it has a weird title. That's what I'm saying. So I don't know. I mean, I, we need to keep our eye on this. <laughs> Because two years ago, yeah. I mean, we tried to warn people, and we're in a worse spot now, so that didn't work. Make a note of this episode. I'll set an alarm. Two years from now. <laughs> two years from now, we got to watch some porn and find out what's happening. <laughs> 744, it just says pump. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it's November 7th, 2023. <laughs> like, what the fuck is pump? <laughs> And, like, and then well, I go, and then I I go to a porn yeah, hub and there's yeah. a guy sticking a bicycle pump into his balls <laughs> and pumping them. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember. We were supposed to check in on how yeah. we were fucked up porn guy. <laughs> He's sticking needles and pumping his ball sack with air. So, Ugh. okay, here's something. Is this affecting me in real life? Mm. Oh, wait, me. Make sure we don't have any of this. Yeah, there's a okay, Sorry, I thought I heard a hiss. I heard a hiss, too, when, when you push that button. So, when I look through porn, I look for the most innocent bullshit I can find. Yeah. And that seems kind of pathetic in a way. But whatever. I'm proud of it. Weirdly. But in real life, I go, oh, well, this seems good. I should go for this. And every logical thing in my head says, yeah, let's go for this. But then there's something that is obviously a bad choice and not good and my brain will not let me get off that and i go oh i should just go for that that's not going to work out that's not going to be good i wish this and that could be maybe slightly more specific (laughs) (laughs) um okay appropriately aged professional successful person Mm -hmm. who very attractive all the you know checklist good the whole way down the list mm-hmm. right or um drunken accident encounter with somebody who is not appropriate in so many ways here's the solution i don't know how you pull this off but let me just plant the seed of an idea right and this goes back to your other problem too with pizza twist <laughs> <laughs> okay i like it you become some guy, maybe Robert Louis Stevenson, wrote a book about this. Sounds like a serial killer. Okay. You become the two Andrews. The two Andrews. One is a fasting, working out, productive member of society. Businessman. Yes, a businessman. I'm the financial hot girl at the bar. No, 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 no. That's too 
You are. It's getting confusing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the, you, you can't be three people. Um, the other one is drunk Andrew. Oh, drunk Andrew! It's unbelievable what he gets himself into. Yeah. So you just have to parse these two identities, right? Where as long as productive, successful Andrew, who fasts and goes to the gym. Man, maybe you could even organize all your smoking around uh, Drunk Andrew. Yeah. This is like the many worlds of George. You have independent George and relationship George. Separate Georges can be successful. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But when you intertwine relationship George with independent George, it kills them both. Like you're going to kill independent George. I need to watch that episode and figure, <laughs> out what, and figure out what the fuck to do. I was right. Robert Louis Stevenson. Okay. Wrote the strange case of Dr. Jekyll oh. and Mr. Hyde. Oh, I get it. Okay. No, but you could be Andrew <laughs> in Is both. That porn? It's just Andrew with different habits. Yeah, they're both me. Yeah. So you have to separate them. You get two different wardrobes. Two different hairdos. I don't. I don't. I, I'm. That's the. That's a downfall. I don't know how to do hair right. Every once in a while, I look at my hair and go, "Man, wish it would always look like that." What happened that made it look like that? And usually, it was just like <laughs> I was leaf blowing, <laughs> right? And that's that. And I can never recreate. It and I can't. There's nothing I can do about it. Right. Yeah. The closest I can get is just making it dirty enough, and then <laughs> running my hand through it, and hoping for some kind of like Kramer effect. Yeah. Well, that wasn't it. <laughs> <laughs> that looks fine, though. If you say so. So, I don't know. I mean, that's an idea. Maybe talk with a couple of doctors. <laughs> <laughs> Already ahead of you. <laughs> See what's possible. Get a copy Inside of the DSM-5. Uh, what's that? DSM-5 is a book of psychological disorders. Oh. Maybe you could find something that you could kind of live into, like you try to do with Seinfeld. <laughs> Some kind of weird dissociative disorder. We call this morning mist. <laughs> but some kind of dissociative disorder that you could control by time of day. Hmm. Or time of night. Time of, yeah. That's one idea. So that and uh, <laughs> stop the rimming. And that's my contributions <laughs> to hour two. <laughs> I don't know what else happened. Uh, I felt like I did something today that I was, I was just so happy today. I feel like I shouldn't be so happy and just high on life from not consuming media. Hmm. And come here. And have nothing to complain about. Yeah, maybe that says something. Um, I was doing T-bar rows and felt my back do something. Uh-oh. Oh, yeah, we never got to that. So a T-bar... That was the conclusion. The conclusion... Yeah, a T-bar row, everyone, is where you take a barbell and you attach a handle to it and then you put half of the barbell on the ground and weight on the other half of the barbell and you row it into your chest kind of ah, as you're <laughs> sort of bent over. Um, oh, my God. Oh, my fucking God. There is something called one-arm gorilla rows. This is the greatest thing ever. Okay. Yeah. 
I almost feel like I, I need to demonstrate them to, for you guys before I leave. But okay. I would say leave T-bar rows behind. It's too heavy. And I also think that... The, Learn that today. <laughs> if you keep doing this linear progression stuff, you're going to get hurt. If your diet is not perfect, if your sleep is not perfect, if you already have nagging injuries, you're asking for trouble. Those you things. just keep yeah. going heavier and heavier. Oh, I went heavier. Yeah. So you need to start switching things up. That's why I say do more stuff with bands. Guar. Well, I was doing the T-bar row rest pause set. It's doing all right. The very last rep, I pull it and I, I feel something and I go, well, this is the last rep. I'm going to go real slow on the way down. Mm -hmm. And I felt something more on the way down. Mm. And I went, oh. it feels like other people would describe it as painful. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've been at the gym with you and been like, man, his form is not good. And I bet mine isn't either. <laughs> Right. As we just constantly try to go heavier and heavier. Yeah. And now that I've stopped doing that, I mean, I've had a bit of an epiphany about it. So. Which don't, is? Don't do that. Oh. <laughs> I think, I think, and you know, if we want to bring Huberman, remember Huberman from hour one? Yeah. If you want to bring Huberman into this, he would say only 20, and studies show, because it's not just Huberman says, what are we going to be the kinds of guys who jerk off to what another guy says? Yeah. No. Oh. He looks at studies. You know, he works at Stanford which I understand is a good school for science. Which I understand for... Yes. But he always is referencing studies and saying, et al. <laughs> yeah. You know, so I like that. <laughs> and he's saying that um, only about 20% of all the lifting you do should be to complete failure. Uh oh. Right? Hmm. If you're doing this rest pause stuff, you're doing everything to failure. So... Maybe if you guys are doing six exercises, only one should be rest pause. Hmm. Oh, my God. Three of them are. Yeah. That might be too many for one workout. No, so, I don't think so. <laughs> so he also says it's good to cycle between strength and endurance. Okay. Yeah. When you're listening to Andrew Huberman. I'm more Andrew like Huberman is the man. So listen to me. Since I was 21 years old, I've been trying to make sense of all this shit, reading all these magazines, fast carbs, slow carbs, all this, putting all of this shit in my head, trying this, trying that. This guy says, all right, I'm going to sit down with you for two hours. And I'm going to explain exactly how it fucking works. Even if I don't know exactly how it fucking works, I'm going to give you some very good theories. I'm going to be calming. I'm going to be sweet. I'm going to talk about my dog. I'm going to tell you what I have for dinner. Hmm. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you it's okay if you just want to go out and get drunk, too. Yeah. The other Andrew Huberman. See, I'm Andrew Huberman. The two man. Andrew Hubermans. <laughs> uh, I talked over your joke. Wait, what? I'm you Andrew Hubersman. <laughs> good one. Hmm. Ah, my back. How about Andrew Worser? <laughs> <laughs> That's good stuff. But uh, I think okay. Um, it didn't. It, it didn't feel as bad as the rest of them. And you got to get topicals. I'm telling you, topicals make you forget about shit, even if it's still there. <laughs> uh, that's, I feel I got, like this whole show is about getting off topical. Yeah, I've got. Ah. Yeah. I've had something wrong with this right shoulder for months. I just oh, fucking yeah. topical it up and go back to work. Which is also what I was just arguing against. So <laughs> yeah. uh, this I can't, but I'm not going to crazy failure anymore with super heavy weights. So I think maybe look at switching things up a little bit. We're not doing anything that's causing us to really do super heavy weights. Like T-bar rows are not like super heavy weights. The other thing too is this is what's keeping me out of the gym because I know I'll go back to the gym. And I'll just go fucking crazy and wind up hurting myself. Hmm. 
Maybe. You gotta gotta have some self control. Mm. Yep. Also working on that. But I don't know. Like I okay. Just to pose an argument to this, I watched Puke for like two years, never push himself at the gym and never make any gains and always take the safe route and not have any results. And now he's having results because he's pushing. Mm -hmm. So it's not always take the safe route. It's start heavy and hard and then kind of like reinforce and work to train more as far as endurance is concerned. Like those back-to-back-to-back sets that we used to do, that's really good for muscular endurance. And you have fast twitch and slow twitch muscle fibers. I haven't heard Huberman say shit about this. (laughs) This is like straight from me, right? And they both have to be worked. Mm -hmm. It's why, Andrew, you were stronger than I am in some ways, and I was stronger than you in other ways, because I've worked out for so long that even though your body is better suited to weightlifting than mine is, that I have trained these fibers for decades where you might not have. But the fast twitch ones, you were able to have very quickly. So what I'm saying is like balance it all out. A more holistic view of strength and endurance. Well, I think we do a lot of that with the cluster sets or drop sets. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, that Andrew works in, but it's all in the same day that we're doing also rest pause okay. sets, and so it's. I think that's okay. I don't know. I think we're just fucking going. Yeah, the slow sets the or the drop sets happen right after the rest pause sets. Mm-hmm. Just on a slightly different exercise of the same body part. It's all. It's all just pain. So much pain. I'm just sitting here thinking, mm. what kind of podcast could give you such a fucking potpourri? <laughs> In under two hours. Did you say poopery? Yeah. Podpery. Podpery. Ooh, oh, there's a show called that. There's changing the name of the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there yeah. probably is probably some bunch of women talking about the uh, fragrances. Podpery. Mm. That one's too easy. Portman show though. Ain't nobody guessing that fucking nonsense. That's what I love. <laughs> No one will ever secret, figure it out. Enigmatic riddle. Except somehow, if people Google me, they find me on your show. I don't. We need to eliminate that path. Okay, so I need to take your name out of wherever it is. Okay, yeah. Just delete your podcast, or at least my okay. last name, or something. I don't know. Mm. I don't know. I don't mm. know how this works. Because you'd probably be listed as is Andrew there a as your whole name of puke in the game. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> well, that's going to lead directly. To, oh, that's not good at all. Yeah. All right. I'll add that to my... Uh, Pump! <laughs> to-dos. And that to your to-do list of pumping. Pump Andrew's name out of your show notes. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, if we're losing steam, let's fucking wrap up. I've got I a long so, drive. Yeah, I mean, ready. let's end on a high note. This was one of our greatest shows of 2021. I got to go make... Was it? There's been a lot of 2021 that's happened. I know. Yeah, this was one of the best. That's a hold huge on. compliment. Hmm? I'm just trying to think. Is there anything really important um i pretended to be a structural engineer yesterday that was kind of fun <laughs> yeah are people gonna die because of this hopefully not okay um yeah, yeah let's, you just this is, i figured to... out how to repair a foundation wall and erect a support system no for a hot tub that's going in a location where a hot tub is not uh capable of going 
Did you fix the rim of that hot tub? Did you erect it, then rim it, then pee in it? Anyway. Man, I look at a lot of retaining walls around the city, and I go, boy, I hope these don't all go at once. <laughs> yeah. I, got, I look at my all, all my walls that are retaining things, and I go... I'm just gonna pretend this is not a problem. There is uh, for as long as possible. I got one that's inside the house. I got another one that's even bigger outside the house. I got another one. They're all over the place. Retaining walls. Yeah. Jesus. Well, Scariest lo- things. Yeah, I'm up in Riverview Park today in a valley, and I look at this retaining wall that I'm sure is holding about half my neighborhood out of that valley, <laughs> right? and it's ready to fucking go. I mean, there is mm. shit like up on those hills on the north side where I live. There mm. are walls that are just ready. To fucking yeah, landslide. Just one more wet spring, and every day in Oakland, I've been sitting at north this desk. side's going to be the fucking downtown side. I'm yeah. sitting on the third floor of this house at this desk with a window right in front of me. I'm staring. I'm on the third floor of this house. Okay, tall house, third floor. Yeah, right? it's pretty high. Yeah, I should be above That's... the ground. I'm staring at the ground right in front of me, which is on a super steep hill that's being held back by a hundred plus year old retaining wall. Oh. And I'm just looking at this hill and all the trees coming out of it and the buses driving back and forth on the road up above the top of the oh hill. Oh, my God. You've got a real situation. Yeah. And then, and then there's a fucking deer that just scampers down the side of the hill. I go, how are you even standing on that hillside? It's so <laughs> steep. And the deer just looks at me and goes, I'm only 20 feet away from you, but you can't hurt me. I'm in, There's a whole fucking valley between us. Yeah. But it's only 20 feet from my face. <laughs> Little does that deer know about guns. You don't need a valley. Deer are getting real aggressive. It must be that time of year for deer right yeah, now. Yeah, it is the rut. It's actually deer season. People Everybody around here, everyone just goes, oh, yeah, they're in the rut. Whenever you mention deer, they just yeah. go, oh, they're in the rut. They're in the rut. Any time of the year. <laughs> yeah, I don't know I've when the rut really is. I've seen a lot of the fucking cocksuckers on the side of the road dead. Jesus. I open my door. There's one standing right at the bottom of my stairs. There's like five stairs that go down from my door. To yeah, my I place. have to open my deer just to get to the door. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, did you make a fun YouTube video? And then it runs Instagram? up my stairs. What? Like up the back stairs to like where I park. What it a just dumb uses fucking... the stairs oh. like a person. Or like any animal that goes up things. I mean, if they can stand on the side of a hill, it's super steep. But stairs is like a dream to them. Before the rut, they were using the sidewalks, which I appreciated. <laughs> but during the rut, they don't do that. They just fucking they just run through the woods. and They don't give a rut. Yeah. It's ass. Yeah, well, I, I got some chicken thigh soup eating. Well, I might uh, head home, but uh, we had some lamb burgers last night. Man, really, it was just patties of lamb meat. It was good. It was really I fucking good. I think burger means it has like bun. Oh no, yeah, it was a lamb burger. Burger if, means bun. If the lamb was the bun, yeah, and the cheese, cheese. was the burger, yeah, and then the bottom piece of lamb was the bottom bun, right? Yeah. So you did burger, cheeseburger? Right. Yeah. Wow. I thought it was perfect. I thought it was fucking wonderful. Uh, I didn't season it enough. I could have used more seasoning of some sort. I liked it. I don't know. I think maybe these fucking uh, North Africans or South Europeans or Western Asians are onto something with this lamb shit. Mm. Who who does the lambs? The Greeks? I I think you're... Moroccans? You Jew buddies do. You fucking... They all do it. Ethiopians, Friday night. Well, you're having all these uh, events. We're getting Ethiopian food. What? So we go into this Ethiopian restaurant, 
in uh, shit. I forget where it was. East Pittsburgh, East Liberty. Okay, sounds like a place where you get Ethiopian food or right. or Oakland. Never going there again. Oh, without a oh. helicopter <laughs> that drops me on the roof of the building I need to be in. <gasps> that place is a fucking nightmare. East Liberty. helicopter story. Oh, Ooh. so going to this Ethiopian restaurant. What's on? It's empty. Okay, there's like three people there. Big echoey place, and they're just blasting. NBC Nightly News. Oh. I go, I can't eat here. You're like, oh, no, the news. She says, where would you like to sit? I said, as far away from the TV uh, as possible. This it's, is awful. Yep. What time was this? So we sit down. What time? Uh, seven, maybe. How is it? How is there any place that's empty at 7 p.m. If if, uh, on a Friday? So, yeah, that's not a good sign. That's a horrible sign because every right. place you can't get a fucking seat at on Friday at 7 p.m. So we sit at a table. The ambiance is fucking terrible just hear lester holt's voice talking about some <laughs> bullshit i'm looking into the kitchen there's a guy walking around who kind of works there but he limps and i don't like a limpy guy <laughs> doing food stuff yeah i don't know what it is it's just like you see a limpy guy and you know you think he's like the assistant of a well he's not playing soccer the only way it's it's okay <laughs> is if the restaurant was called limpy's no he's like an old limpy guy right yeah and it, whenever i see an old guy who's kind of like hunched over and limpy i was like oh he's yeah, the like, assistant of some mad scientist probably isn't working out yeah so what's going on in this kitchen mm. so i say look i'm not going to watch this limpy guy i'm not going to listen to lester Holt. i'm not going to sit here at a poorly set table we need to take this food somewhere else so we negotiate on that a little bit gabrielle and i and we wind up taking it to which was our next destination some hookery. Oh, oh no. Oh. This is like the Ethiopian restaurant of places to hang out. <laughs> but it was empty. And the people who worked There's there a was, reason it's it was empty. also a vape store. We brought a chessboard and there was just sports on. The TVs were on silent. The lighting was great. We sat there. We ate Ethiopian food for like an hour. It is fucking amazing. Hmm. Lamb is a part of it. The seasoning is yeah, incredible. That's what, that's what makes it is the seasoning. Mm-hmm. But yeah, any place that doesn't eat like pork goes for the lambs mm -hmm. and the goats. A lot of goat too. It just seems like a nice alternative to beef. Yeah, I don't know why it's not popular. They have lamb chops. Yeah, those are never that good. Yeah. I think it fell mm, out of favor no. in America because it's kind of fatty. Oh, yeah, these were fatty. There was yeah. a lot of fat coming out of these pre-made patties. It's big in New Zealand also yeah they have a lot of sheep oh that makes sense yeah and it's also uh australia and new zealand and australia fucked up as they are feed all their livestock grass mm. so they have healthier diets just by the default of being there yeah so that's good well uh, how come we can't find lamb kebabs donor kebabs fucking amazing i wish i could get those around here who was the donor i don't know it's turkish if you go to there's Germany. two Turkish restaurants right next to this Oakland house. They might have donor kebabs. I gotta go. When I was in Germany, way back in 2002, we stopped and snuck off base, and we went and got a, we got drunk. We went to a whorehouse, and then we stopped at a place that had donor kebabs because we saw the word kebab, and we said, but I bet that's a thing we can eat. And they're basically gyros, but better. Ooh, yeah. And also when you're drunk as fuck in a foreign country and you've never been to and you're like, wow, this is amazing and I'm going to eat MREs for the next seven months. It was good stuff. I don't know. Some of the best food I ever had was just that Manhattan street food. Where? Manhattan. Oh. <laughs> but You uh, were yeah, there. I know. Uh, donor kebabs basically just, just picture a gyro 
It's, mm. it's a gyro. Like they had the the meat on the vertical spit thing that they're shaving off, and they put it in a pita, and there's like cucumber sauce. It's great. That's it. Carbs at night from now on. Oh, well. cucumber sauce. Uh huh. What's what's your <sighs> thoughts on that, tzatziki baby? I don't know. I, I feel like it's always disappointing. Oh, like it sounds like it should be something I should like, but it also doesn't sound that appealing. I like cucumbers. Well, that's why they call it tzatziki in Greek. Right. Does that appeal more or less? I don't know. It just ends up and being And I might like, be wrong, too. I don't know. Fuck no. I don't know. I could have lived without this. Oh. I don't know. For a while, I dated somebody who made cucumber sauce frequently. <laughs> okay. It was, hmm. never, it was never spectacular. It was fine. Yeah. I don't know. I don't need it. Nah, nobody needs it. I feel like the amount of effort that goes into it isn't worth the result. Well, that's why you go to a store and you buy it. Right, right, right. Yeah, but, nobody. But if someone's going to make it. I'm, I'm, I feel. Bad. I've never I made a sauce. Bad. It's too much work to make sauce. Kind of lunatic make sauce. The new thing around my house is called cauliflower fried rice. <laughs> I made it for you guys last you did. weekend. Yeah, Brett's got a real kitchen now. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I moved. I've seen it. Oh, yeah. You're I have a place, yeah, now that lower I'm really in the happy building. with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We could have a dinner party there. Oh, wow. Fancy. Not going to be the best dinner party I ever went to, but yeah. there's a table we could all sit at. <laughs> it's really, I, I'm very, like, I was just uh, floating around there on a cloud today, feeling really good. I think yeah. it was a great choice. Brett was very hung up about moving to this place, which was just about, uh, you know, 13 feet below where he lived. <laughs> 20. <laughs> Five um, feet below where I live. No. How tall do you think ceilings are? Uh, well, the ceilings in my place are probably 10 or 12 feet. In the place that I'm in now. They're 9 or 10. Okay. The second floor might be 9, maybe. Second floor I haven't seen. More like 8. <clears throat> no. They mm. probably, if the first floor ceilings are that high, the second floor ceilings are. It's less than 20 feet from your old floor to your new Let's just say 20. Floor. Let's mm. agree on 20. Let's agree I'm that it's not super important. I lose a pretty nice view, but then I was like, well, how much am I really looking at the view? Now, on the first floor, I'm still on a hill on a hill, mm-hmm. just on the first floor instead of the third floor. So my view is mostly just trees now, but isn't that also a nice thing when yeah. you live in the city? Sounds fine. Yeah, so, it's better than just some shitty like concrete wall. And he doesn't have to carry every single grocery up multiple flights of stairs. Yeah, mm-hmm. fuck exercise. Well, I get, yeah, well, that's kind of <laughs> like, I was like, oh, I'll get lots of steps living here. Yeah. And then after like my second trip to Trader Joe's with a bunch of seltzer, I was like, ah. Like, I got to try to open <laughs> a fucking door and then another door. So the thing is, the guy the guy who owns the house, and these were all like airbnb places at one time, so they're all furnished. Oh. They have fucking dishes. Because all my stuff's in New Hampshire, okay. right? Just being stored. Still? I thought you got it all out. Nope, just, a, just the studio stuff I needed. Oh, why don't you just get rid of the rest of it? I'm, you clearly don't need it. Well, I clearly don't need it, so there are some things there that might be worth having if I move to a bigger space mm-hmm. uh, at some point. Just call up those uh, those TV show guys and have them do it. Yep. Yeah. That, I've Storage thought about wars. stuff like that. Yeah, I've thought about <laughs> stuff like that. Um, so I'm really, really happy. This was a really great choice. It's like every single room that I live in has been upgraded significantly. Mm, nice. So... Yeah, I just thought it seems really, really nice. And uh, you have an actual kitchen. You got more square footage, less stairs to contend with, less doors to open. Just conveniences and upgrades fucking everywhere. My bathroom has a heater. 
that just blows hot air right down on you right when you get out of the shower. Oh yeah, yeah, that sounds pretty. Nice. I was peeing and I went, "Oh, this is really <laughs> nice. This is this is right My here." My dick's getting really hot. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was delightful. I didn't want to leave. Yeah, the bathroom. Yeah, I could have spent all day in there. <laughs> all right, but we had to go to Max's. So. Oh, oh yeah, you can't give up on Max's. Yeah. So, yeah, we can do shows there, kind of uh, not as good as here, but if you guys have a down week with well, studio. this might be the last show in this studio because the day after next Sunday, so theoretically not tomorrow, but next Monday is the first day that we can get into the new house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we should really, this week, take this studio down. Mm-hmm. Start packing it. Yeah. So we may be mm. studio homeless for a week, at least a week. Okay. So we can do the show. How much extra acoustic foam do you have? You're probably going to want it all for the new studio, right? Correct. Okay. I need to I need to get some because I need a padded door. Well, the new studio is, is going to just be in a giant, a giant space. Yeah. That we're going to need to drape things around to make a smaller room in the giant space. Oh, that's very cool. This is news to me. <laughs> where else are we going to put the studio? In the kitchen. <laughs> yeah, know. let's make it a cooking show. I hadn't thought about. <laughs> I don't know. I don't like what you are referencing is the basement of this new house, which is not finished, and I don't know that it has enough electrical outlets. So this room has this one. room has one electrical outlet that we're using. That's a good point. The fuse box has to be constantly <laughs> open and right behind Andrew for blowouts. <laughs> okay, that's a good point. I don't know. We'll figure it out. But, uh, yeah, hopefully within, a, a, I don't know, some amount of time I can get that basement finished to at least have walls and lights. We'll see. I don't know. The show's over. Bye. So we got... Oh, oh sorry. No, what do you got? We got... This is worth newsworthy. We oh. have um, Danny and Alice mm-hmm. coming here next weekend. Oh, yeah. So we can do... Some version of a show at my house. I have a room that could seat six people. I would need a couple of mics, but lots of things are possible. And we have a mobile setup, too, that we could set up anywhere we yep, want. Yep, you can just set the mobile setup up on the couch and just mm. do it that way, which actually might be the best. I have access to the world's most echoey dungeon room, <laughs> by That's the way. True. I was in there yesterday with a structural engineer yeah. designing a hot tub structure. Yeah. And just Wait, having in a that dungeon room? Oh, that's how that's where you need to build a structure to support the hot tub that goes oh, above it. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. 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 It's all just fucking empty concrete walls. Yep. Super echoey. Not good for acoustics. Yeah. I did a, a old man. Did video. you? You went in there and went in there. Hello. And I looked at Andrew. Yeah. <laughs> okay. There's a, oh, there's a hot tub. He's <laughs> like a loud quick. Feel the drips. This guy used to have drips. Bloop, bloop. That's as good as you get. Alright. I'd have to look him up. I don't know I don't remember what I called him. Do the bloop again. Bloop. Bloop. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> we done. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. I don't know. These headphones are starting to hurt my brain. Yeah, yeah me too. Uh, yeah, it's done. That was We've the most done exasperated finish. I mean, geez, I have so many things. All right, let's down. get to titles. Bye. Yeah. Pump it up until you can feel it.
I don't know. Let's see if it records this week. Squirrel backyard squirrel maze course ninja warrior course. Holy moly. Oh, he's got he did two of those videos. Mark Rober. <laughs> yeah, that's <a> <laughs> of course you know video. what it is. Yeah, I watch things. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Look at this. this is... Yeah, I've seen it. <laughs> Wait, is that a new one? I don't know what it is. This is amazing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this guy does insane. Like he he, he was a former uh, NASA engineer. <laughs> now he makes insane videos for YouTube's. Like the amount of work he puts into this shit's nuts. Get it, nuts! <laughs> <laughs> when I started the show, I was in my 20s. I'll be in my 40s. <laughs> this is a fucking disaster, whatever's happening. <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> I, like, how can anybody watch this shit? <laughs> I don't know. I need a... <laughs> Jesus Christ. Jack says it looks good here. <laughs> I can't believe I made an intro to the show. <laughs> it was about um, how to lose weight by putting babies in blenders and eating them. This was a while ago? Yeah. Uh, I, I opened up the Dropbox. Like I looked, sat down here and I went. 2019. It's not that long Abortionist ago. intro. What's that? On this week's show, we sit wanna, down with uh, ketogenic diet expert, Dr. Abor Shunist. It's pronounced Shunist. To talk about the most eco-friendly and economical ways to get a dense protein and healthy fats packed shake. Welcome to episode 519 of Pureed Babies. <laughs> I think I just thought it's of the hilarious. word Pureed so, Babies and I had oh, to write yeah. something around Pureed Babies. Right. I'm sure. Well, I mean, Jesus, we're intro people. Are we? Yeah. Why, you got one? No. <laughs> I do, but there's so much work. You got to do it at some point. It's got yeah. It's gonna have to be after you move, and I've got less of a commute to you guys. I get here, I'm fucking tired. I have delivery anxiety. There's boxes out front. These delivery guys sometimes are on the porch, sometimes they're out back, sometimes they're on just the steps right by the street. Sometimes you just chuck it across the yard towards the door. Yeah, that was this house. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I found one in the on the side of the driveway once, like way up the driveway, but it not at a place where, yeah. like, not by the mailbox. It's like they were delivering a newspaper, <laughs> right? <laughs> but it was a package full of like dishes. <laughs> oh man, I'm so excited for this show to start. Let's do it. Well, do we have any intro ideas? What's happened this week? Is there anything? I we don't. Can... I don't know. That's one of the best things. Yeah, I can't talk about anything that's happening here. Oh my god, <laughs> I can talk about so many things. Wow, I'm excited! I'm just going to cut that out and use it then. I was really <laughs> thinking <laughs> deeply about some things. 